girl, baby. If you had, if you had a vagina, I'd fuck it. Hello. Thank you, nice Doug. Like, I'm, I mean, I, I, I probably I know this. Hey, I want to suck your dick. I've never listened to who are these podcasts, and I never will. It's showtime. <laughs> Uh, W-A-T-P. W-A-T-P. Hello, Rubber Nixon, Cousin Roos. Welcome to another episode of Who Are These Podcasts? The only show that broadcasts from Rochester, New York, which is... The fag capitals of the world. With me this week is Kroge. Welcome, Kroge. Hey, How's it going, buddy? Good, good, man. How are you? I'm doing wonderful. Please go to whoarethese.com. Our email address, voicemail number, link to our subreddit, link to the Discord server, link to our merchandise, link to our YouTube channel, link to our Patreon. Just put out a brand new bonus yesterday. Mm. Andy came over here Thursday. We recorded the bonus. We talked about Jerry Banfield. Oh, I can't wait to hear it. We talked about Patrick Michael. We talked about stuttering John Melendez. Wow. It was epic. All the winners. It's a, gr- it's a great bonus episode. <laughs> Crows, you've done a bunch of bonus episodes. It's a different feel to the yeah. show. It's loose. It's easy going. Yeah, good times. It, it could get to uh, a real chuckle fest A lot of yelling from time and swearing, to time. unlike uh, the regular show. Yeah. Right. A lot of beer, a lot of girls, and a lot of cursing. Also, we encourage our listeners to give us a five-star review on Apple Podcasts and the shit all over us in the comment section. Today, we'll be reviewing a podcast called Two Bears, One Cave. This is a suggestion that came in from Matt in Chicago. Fuck you, Matt, and Chicago. <laughs> we have both listened to the show okay. separately. We have not discussed it with each other beforehand. Let's get into it. This is a show that's hosted by comedians Tom Segura and Burt Kreischer. Not just comedians, but... Best friends. Yeah. And Besties. you said this was like a popular show, right? Okay. So the episode that we are reviewing, which came out a few days ago, yeah. has 617,000 views on YouTube. It's also a podcast. Wow. So millions of people have heard this now. That's the most mind boggling part of this whole episode. Correct. Like it, it, the fact that anyone is entertained by this for five minutes, let alone 90 minutes at a time, is just, I can't even fathom it. Let's get into clips because I really want to point out how poor these two are at putting on an entertaining show. <laughs> yeah. It's surprisingly bad, even though you shouldn't be surprised if you've heard us cover Tom Segura or Burt Kreischer, you would think it would be bad, but man, it's even worse. It's worse than you'd think it would be. You'd think they would they'd land on a joke by mistake. Yeah. Yeah. You got a, a clip that sums up the show for you, Crow? I do. And I call it two distractions, one sentence. This is number one. If it works a little bit, then I'll go to a doctor and go, hey, I really need this shit. But I did the sleep test. It was a fucking nightmare. Who's that? I don't know. It was a nightmare to do the sleep test. And I was like, let's wrap. And Okay. Hold on. I'm in the middle of a point. Okay. It's because I'm right. No. Neither of them can get through a sentence. Yeah. It doesn't even matter what he was trying to say because he didn't even know what he was trying to say. By the way, I had that clip too. And the reason why I had it is because he's making some type of point. He's trying to talk about something. Tom Segura goes, let's wrap. Right in the middle of it. Yeah. And the reason why is because they need to fill a certain amount of time to get their seven sponsorship reads in. Yeah. They're just filling time so they can read the ads so they can make money. Because and that's how you know that. Yeah. Because they're in the middle of a conversation. He's like, all right, we've fulfilled our time. Let's let's call it. Let's wrap. Like, yeah. wait, he's like, what, what what do you mean? I we're, I'm talking about something. He's like, I'm not listening to you. No one is. No one's listening to any of this shit. Yeah, and it's I mean, and I'm sure we'll get into it. Like they're they're coming up with shit on the fly to fill time. Like, hey Carl, yes. how many digits of pi do you know? And then they'll, right. they'll spend twenty minutes on that and it's 
it's just endless nonsense. All right, I have an example of that. What this show needs, I wrote a note down. This show needs like a segment producer. Yeah. They need like Will Murray or something over there to say, all right, we're going to talk about this and then we'll get into that. Like, it's so mindless. Yeah. And random. Yeah. Like, uh, for instance, Adam Kroll has a guy who's like, oh, here's the game I set up. Or here, pick between these things and pick the they, real one or whatever. Oh, God. They try to set up games. Yeah. Nonstop. So this is where they come up with an idea and Bert declares that this is going to go viral. Yeah. He's excited about this idea. Oh. All right. Let's see who can name the most presidents. Okay. okay. Let's go back and first, first, first one to tap out. Okay. okay you guys got a list of the presidents up? Guys, I want you to play along at home. Okay. Oh, this will be like a viral clip. Oh, guys, this is about to go viral. I want you to play at home. This is Bert Kreischer and Tom Segura from Two Bears, One Cave listing American presidents. Why did he think that that was going to go viral? He's like, oh, I better set this up. So it's not out of context for people. This is going to be amazing. We're going to list all of the presidents. They get through 12, and then it's it's over. Yeah. They didn't know Clinton or Trump. That's how mind-numbing these, this fucking show is. It's crazy. And it's and it, again, it's like it, it's two people, two dummies having dumb conversations. We like if I came over like, hey, Carl, how many colors can you name? Right. How many fucking people in the phone book can you think of? Like, it's it's not even... <laughs> none of this is interesting. What, By the way, what you said... Was not an exaggeration. A lot of times we exaggerate for comedic yeah. reasons. Yeah. How many colors could you name might be on next week's show if they hear us do this? Like, yeah. Holy shit, that's a great idea. Here's another free one. How many types of trees can you name, fellas? That's like a half hour. That's for you literally idiots. what this show is. And then they giggle to each other because they're stupid. Oh. Like, oh, neat. Like, for example, they didn't know who the second president of the United States was. Yeah. And this is surprising, even to me. There's got think, let's think, right? So George Washington was first. Who's number two? I don't know. His son? No. I'm kidding. <laughs> Think about it. Would this be interesting to you? Would you listen to this? Yeah. Why play the game? They call up a guy. Played number 14. This blew me away. Yeah, okay. Ulysses S. Grant. Oh, my God. Ulysses S. Grant was a president? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay, maybe you don't play the game. Yeah, maybe it's not that fun or funny. If you're like Colorado's a state, maybe you don't play the game where you name all the states. It's not a game for you. <laughs> yes. Uh, agreed on that one. Yeah, it's interesting that they try to figure out who their smartest friend is. That's the clip you just played, the yeah. person they call up. Because they could, they, like I said, they came up with like a dozen presidents. And they're like, oh, who, who would know who the presidents are? Let's call our smartest friend. But they try to figure out who that is. And listen to the pause after they ask this question. I thought we named all the Who's 20th century. Who's our smartest century? friend? Who's our smartest friend? Who's our smartest friend? Um... It's Joe Rogan. Your smartest <laughs> friend is Joe Rogan. The answer is Joe Rogan. He just signed a hundred million dollar deal to be a yeah. podcaster. Yeah. Nobody else can do that. Yeah. 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 <laughs> They're like, I, pff, I don't know. Later on in the show, they call up Dr. Drew and he answers. Yeah. Like that might be your smartest friend. He's a fucking MD. Yeah, I don't know. Good. Yeah. Well, yeah, they think it'll be super <laughs> fun too. Here's number 13. Okay. Call Kevin Christie. Tell him as quick as he can. Lift off as many presidents as he can. Okay. If he gets one out of our group, then he wins. Let's see. This is a fun game. No. Oh, yeah. No, it's not. Bert Kreischer is constantly declaring that things are fun and interesting and yeah. we're all enjoying this. And that tells me that it's probably just the opposite. Mm. You know, it's that whole thing where you're trying to sell things a little bit too hard. Yeah, yeah. So he comes up with another game. And here are the rules to the game, because since they didn't know who any of the presidents were, 
they're like, oh, I got an idea. Yeah. I want you to take and look at the names that we didn't name. And then I want you to come up with names that are semi-similar, okay? Meaning, take a look at their vice president, take a look at a name that we would might also recognize, and then I want you to give us both names, and we've got to decide if that was an American president or not an American president. Meaning, meaning, so you name a name that it was an, either an American president or not, and then we're going to go, that guy was never president, or that guy was our president. Okay. Does that make sense? Yeah. Hey, I, I want to play that game with you right now, Coach. You ready? And that was the second time they explained that whole thing. I actually right. threw out a clip that was him trying to explain it the first time. It's like, yes. dude, maybe games just as a thing aren't for you. Imagine trying to play Monopoly with this guy, and he's trying to explain free parking. It would take all fucking day. You'd be there for hours. Coach, I got a fun game for you. Ready? I'm going to name a podcast title. You have to tell me if Patrick Michael's the host or not. All right? <laughs> All right, chewing bubblegum. Oh, shit. Yes or uh, no? No. Oh, yes. Ding, ding, ding. Oh, uh, nice. Breakfast sausage. <laughs> <laughs> what a fun game. Yeah. Fascinating shit. They were so impressed with themselves, too. Yeah. When when the guy's, like, reading off names of people, like, oh, I have no idea if that's a president or not. Then what are we doing? Yeah, what's, what's the, the point fucking here? point? They're not keeping score. It's just, ra- again, it's just filling time. Yeah. And these are people... Who thought Ben Franklin was a president? What about <laughs> Benjamin Franklin? Was he not a president? No, he never was a president. Wait, why is he on a hundred dollar? I thought that was only because he discovered lightning. Who is this for? Oh man, yeah. who is enjoying this? Is it for fifth graders who are like, I'm smarter than these famous comedians? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Is it to build up the self esteem of our youth? Because if that's the case, then I'm for it. Oh. You don't think that's the case though? Oh. You don't think that's the target audience? For this I, one, I, I don't know who the target audience was, and I want to say really dumb bored people. And well, I yeah. can't. I, I, I yeah. dumb and bored are two things you would have to be to watch and or listen to this show, and they're amazed by how much stuff they don't know. It's amazing yeah. all the shit we don't know. You know, it is. Yeah, it's shocking how yeah. much you don't. The second president of the United States. Pff, how would anyone know that? Yeah. How, how could you possibly know that? Yeah, and they get into the essence of knowledge. First, they try pulling this off, which was hilarious, because this was the only game that lasted 90 seconds. Here's number 15. All right. Okay, I'm going to go. I'm going to go first, and then I want you to go. Top 10 books I've ever read. And again, they, they go back and forth twice, and they're already out of books. It's They don't even know what the fuck's going on. I didn't on. understand the point of that, because he goes, all right, top 10 books you've read. If I asked you that, you'd be like, oh, I don't fucking know. Can I? Can you give me a day? Like, yeah, I'd have to Top sit down 10 books? And then Tom Segura's like, what do you mean? He's like, well, can you just name 10 books you've read? Like, yeah. it just, they change the rules very quickly, because they're like, yeah, how the fuck are we going to do this? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I remember Jay Leno had that bit. He went out and asked people, or no, Jimmy, uh, uh, what's nuts? Uh, Kimmel? Jimmy Kimmel, thank you. Name a book. And people couldn't do it. They couldn't even <laughs> spit out the Bible. They'd be yeah. like, Dr. Seuss? He's like, well, that's an author, but there you go. Well, it's. I mean, do you realize that they're, they're able to edit out the one the people who are high on math? Of course. And, and just but these two guys would have been great on that bit. <laughs> they they would have been, been like, good. name a book, and they'd be like, uh, hop on dad. Be like, well, you're close. It's hop on pop, but sure. I mean, So, Bert Kreischer's big statement in this episode is he's discovered that dumb people reading books does not help them and they should not read books because they're just dumb. And he gives an example of this. He's very difficult. It's very difficult for him to describe what he's talking about. And Tom's not picking up what he's putting down. So he says, he, he gives the Bible as the example. That's what just triggered me. You mentioned the Bible here. As as I often do, Carl. (laughs) We're always talking Bible talk around here. (laughs) 
But like, if you read a book and you're a moron, yeah, the Bible, perfect example. How many people read the Bible and are morons and then go, "Oh, that means no butt fucking." You're like, I, "That's I, not I the you, point yes. the book's yeah, about." Yeah, 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 yeah. Right? Yes. I think that actually is one of the points of the Bible. I think no butt fucking is specifically a point of the Bible. Am I wrong about this? It's hard. There's a ton of butt fucking in the Bible, actually. If you yeah. want to get technical about it's pretty it, anti sodomy though. And then isn't a bunch it? of bad shit happens to those folks. Right. And I mean, you know, it's up for debate. We'll you say. would draw the conclusion that butt fucking is frowned upon by God. I mean, there's a lot of interpretations. You know what I mean? <laughs> okay. As with anything. Yeah, well, yeah, they get into the essence of truth. Here's number 16 from Bert. Okay. Intelligent. Don't give dumb people access to become intelligent. Well, I, I think, I, I mean. By the way, this is a, everything I do is skewed in a comedy sense. So I'm trying to come up with an idea that is at one point funny. But there is truth behind every idea. Stupid! I'm speaking the truth, but it's funny. They get into books. This is three different clips. This is Bert. This is just called Bert Can't Read. Three different times. They're 17. You know what they call uh, Gaijin is what they call uh, white people? I think. By the way, see, I don't even know the information I read, and I'm repeating it, yeah. and it's not even correct. See, my brain read this book, and then I, all, I, I can't tell you what this book's about. No one asks dolphins to grow up. No one asks dolphins to grow up? No one asks dolphins to grow up. My whole time I read that book, all I thought was, I'm a fucking dolphin. Everyone's asking me to grow up and be more mature, but I'm a fucking dolphin. I like to jump out of the water. I like to fucking run around. I'll come up to your boat and be like, that's all my only takeaway from that book. The whole time I read it, I was like, and here they are asking a dolphin to fucking put a shirt on. Is, is that what the book is about? I have, I could not tell you what that book's about. Stupid! You're so stupid! That was three conversations about three different books. He didn't know anything. He had no idea what the books were, even the basic summary of it. He couldn't even describe these fucking books. It's amazing that he came to the conclusion that dumb people shouldn't read books. I wonder how he came to that conclusion. It's shocking. It's yeah. shocking. You know what, Bert? I'm going to throw it out there. Most dumb people should read more books. Yeah. Or, or try to understand them, at least. <laughs> when you get understand. done with the book and someone's like, what was that book about? And you're like, I don't know. All I thought of was dolphins. <laughs> maybe you got to, you know, maybe go back to Dr. Seuss to bring it back, I guess. I don't know. So I think I've cracked the nut of why these guys are popular and what their whole shtick is and the whole essence of what this relationship is and what this show is. And I have the clip that sums it up here. You like it? Pretty good. I told you, I told you. This is why you need me as a best friend. It's pretty good. We just solve a mystery together. I bet if we... <laughs> so... They're like best friends, and yeah. they, they declare that they're best friends. And this is where they're eating peanut butter, and the guy enjoys the peanut butter. And, and for some reason, Bert's very excited about this. They're acting like children. They're adults who act like children. Yeah. That's what their shtick is. That's what makes them appealing to people. Like, oh, here I've been an adult. And, you know, we have words like adulting and, and shit like that. Because yeah. nobody wants to grow the fuck up and have responsibilities and live their lives correctly. Yeah. So instead, they're like, I just want to be a 13-year-old child. I just want to go to sleepovers with my friends and eat peanut butter. And these assholes are doing it on YouTube. And I think that's where their audience is. I think it's people who are stuck in their teenage years, yeah. Yeah, probably yeah. in their 20s, 30s, and 40s, who are going, oh, my gosh, these guys should just be fucking raging alcoholics and eat junk food and giggle at themselves. And they're famous. I want to do that. That's amazing. I think you are onto something there. And no lie, 30 minutes of the show is peanut butter talk. I mean, they yeah. 
go on, which is even worse than what books have you read that you don't understand? Like, Correct. what do you think of peanut butter? Oh, yeah, yeah. The, the, the hot takes on peanut butter are just hysterical because they're comparing natural peanut butter where the oil will separate. Yeah. I mean, we've all had natural peanut butter and you have to stir it up Ugh. compared to processed like Jif peanut butter. And Bert goes into a full thing on that. It's like, you might want to leave that out of your act, buddy. Holy not, shit. Not that interesting. Well, and to go back to your childish shit, here's number three. This is him enjoying some peanut butter. <laughs> is that hot? <laughs> it's very spicy. It is? Why fucking hot shit? Why did we get this? I don't know. That's a great thing to do on a podcast is eat peanut butter. Talk- Eating anything is a terrible idea. Peanut butter is the worst. Dude, the worst idea. Talk with your mouth full. What the fuck? Dude, by the time my kids were five, they wouldn't have pulled that shit in the same zip code as me because I would have smacked the fucking food right out of their face. <laughs> and that's why you don't want grocery with your dad. What a fucking asshole. Now, my kids are, are assholes, but they don't talk with their mouth full. Good. Which puts them leagues ahead of these. Idiots. Well, let me play an example because they're taste testing peanut butter with pretzels. And of course, we get to hear them crunching on a pretzel. Just let this one play out. That is really fucking good. I didn't sweeten that. I didn't do anything to that. That's the audio that's coming out on a podcast that has millions of listeners. Yeah. And then they get to, in this long peanut butter discussion... They start reading George Washington Carver's Wikipedia entry because, of course, they do. This clip is kind of long, and that's I sucked 15 seconds of dead air out of this clip. So what you're going to hear was actually a shit ton longer. Here, number four. Carver developed approximately 300 products made from peanuts. These include floor, flour, paste, insulation paper, wallboard, wood stains, soap, Shaving cream, skin lotion. <laughs> Hilarious. What's going on? Is it, is yeah, what's going on? Uh, <laughs> George Washington Carver made yeah. so many things out of peanut butter, but yeah. they were all like lotions, shaving cream, skin lotion, soap. I bet when he came walking around the corner, like. Here comes George Carver. I smell peanut butter. <laughs> he's, he's just fucking reeked of peanut butter everywhere. <laughs> yeah. No lie, I would rather Seamus read Wikipedia to me yeah. than this fucking idiot. Imagine being that proud of yourself. Imagine thinking a list was that funny. Correct. That's the intro paragraph of a Wikipedia article. If that's your comedy, man, I and there like there's a ton of background noise going on, and I was fascinated by this. Here's what the room sounded like. Now I didn't sweeten this, but you'll hear that I added. I I boosted the volume twice. Okay. This is the sound of the room. Here's number six. Just some random shit they're talking about. Oh, I think he actually has a. We were trash talking in that group text today. Remember? I don't read them. Okay. <laughs> I don't read, I don't, like, I, I read the last one, and if it applies to me, I reply to that one. So think about what your ego would be if someone was cracking up laughing at everything you uttered like that. That's insane. This guy's like, oh, I don't read text messages. <laughs> this guy's I, losing his mind over that. Yeah. Do you get that message? No. 
insane insane laughter. laughter. And so you wonder why Bert is such an egomaniac. Yeah. That's why. Oh. He thinks everything he says is hilarious. It's not. Yeah. yeah In yeah. fact, very little of what he says is hilarious. The only thing I thought was funny is at the very, very end was after they were wrapping up and they were talking about doing the sleep test. Yeah. And they were talking about how they needed to take Ambien. In order to do the sleep test, and they started talking about how they were going to like be yelling racial epithets and <laughs> tweeting at the Secretary of State. That when I was like, okay, that's kind of funny. Yeah, nothing else in the show for an hour and a half. This is an hour and a half show. Yeah, was even remotely interesting to listen to. Yeah, or or funny at all. Uh, can I just uh, I put together a peanut butter supercut? Oh yeah, there is so much fucking peanut butter talk it on this ends. show. It never ends. But again. Uh, tweens love peanut butter. Yeah. I, they probably eat three or four peanut butter sandwiches a week. So to them, this is really important shit. Peanut butter. For peanut butter. Peanut, like butter peanut butter. Peanut butter. Peanut butter. Peanut butter. Peanut butter. The peanut butter. Peanut butter. Oh. He created peanut butter. Peanut butter. Peanut butter. Peanut butter. Like just healthy peanut butter. Which peanut butter? Peanut butter. 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 And getting back to that thing where wow. he said, you played the clip, where it's like, everything I say is skewed in comedy. I'm like, oh, dude, you're trying to be funny? Don't say that. Yeah. That makes it worse. Yeah. If you were just out here going, I'm just trying to kill some time and read some ads, yeah. I'd have more respect for you than saying, oh, I'm going to taste peanut butter and eat pretzels on a podcast. I'm trying to be funny. Yeah. Like, oh, well, you're, you're bad at that then. Yeah. Uh, Pretend you're not. Uh, By the way, he's also really bad at reading ads. I'm talking about Burt Kreischer specifically yep. here. He cannot read. This is an ad he's reading for something that helps with hangovers. So Burt's the perfect guy for this. Everyone knows he's the machine. He drinks a ton. He's at, he's chugging wine on the show, yeah. chugging it, a red wine, a Pinot. And so he's got this product that you'd want to think that he actually uses. Like the whole point of doing a read and endorsing a product, you're like, this works for me. Tell me if this sounds natural in any way. He's holding a piece of paper and reading it poorly. I'm an active guy. I like to have a little wine, but before I do, I take a little DHM, DHM detox. It gets rid of the brain frog, the nausea, the next day anxiety. You don't have any of that. See, the big misconception is that all your hangovers are due to uh, dehydration. That is not true. It's, it's due to the buildup of alcohol's toxins as a byproduct. And DHM Detox uses science to help boost your body's natural response to alcohol and help break down those toxins. Their key ingredient comes from Asia. It is, a, it is an wow. Asian extract. This comes from a plant extract that has been used in Asia for centuries and is known as Tree of the Gods. The crazy thing is, this was pre-recorded. Yeah. He had as many takes at that as he wanted. He's like, oh. we got it. Fucking nailed it. Because all the ads come swooping in in yeah. the middle of a conversation, and then it's just a pre-recorded ad that they read. Yeah. yeah if yeah. you had heard that, you would think, well, he's been drinking wine, and they're just kind of running with it on the show. No. He had all of the time in the world to get it right. Yeah, that, yeah. And uh, tripped uh, over himself with every other word. And it's really poor copy read poorly. You yeah, know what I, mean? oh, like, I know. Nobody's doing anybody <laughs> any yeah, no the, the fucking extracts from Asia? Who cares? From Asia? Well, then it must work. <laughs> and no, dude, so I, I did a lot of drinking in my time. Hangxiety was never an issue for me. <laughs> no. <laughs> Hangovers were a big problem in my life. I never had hangxiety. Let's talk about Bert's mush mouth. This is like right out of the gate. Yeah. Like, I'm, I mean, I, I, I probably I know this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
Like, well, yep. how, how the fuck do you talk like that? And you're a podcast host? No, not a podcast host. This guy hosts multiple podcasts. Yeah. And for some reason, they're talking to Warren Sapp about starting another show. So we're talking to Warren Sapp about doing a podcast together. And I'm hoping it can come together. And all I mean by that is like, you know, there's three different people now, three schedules, the logistics of yeah. it all. And I hope it can come together. So it's the two of them with an ex-NFL guy. I don't understand why that makes sense. But look, at Tom Segura hosts your mom's house and there's two bears. Bert has Bert cast. He also has the Bill Burt podcast with Bill Burr. They're constantly on everyone else's podcast. They're constantly guests on shows. They don't have anything to talk about anymore. Yeah. They could be interesting people, but they're spreading themselves way too thin. They're spreading the peanut butter too thin, Crouch. Yeah. And it, it gets into this. So, and this is another 20-minute conversation. Well, what sports could you beat Warren Sapp at? Yeah. And here's Bert going full motherfucking Seamus here at number 10. Okay. I bet. I bet I could pick up I because I, I did fencing one time. Yeah. And they actually said I was pretty amazing. Yeah. And I can ride a bike with no handlebars. <laughs> and my mom says that my drawing of Spider-Man looks just like Spider-Man. Here's number 11. Let's name every fucking sport in Wikipedia. Okay, hold on. How about badminton? Yes. One-on-one badminton I could take Warren Sapp. What about one-on-one basketball? No. Uh-uh. What I know. A- I, by the way, I, not even remotely. Boxing? No. <laughs> How is this an interesting conversation? And, and it's just, it's a series of these long, boring conversations. It gets a half hour of peanut butter, a half hour of this fucking what can you do with Warren Sapp, a half hour of what presidents, presidents could we yep. name. And then, and then we'll talk about the essence of knowledge for some fucking reason. <laughs> yeah. It's, and then we're uh, yeah. It's surprisingly unlistenable. I hated every second of it. I hated every fucking moment. I sat moment through the entire 90 minutes straight. I yeah. just sat there. And tried to focus because if I had taken a break, I never would have gotten back to it. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. I could just feel it that I was. I was like, oh well. If I stop listening now, I'll find any excuse to do anything else. Literally. Yeah. Um, all right. Let's talk about their hilarious cold open. You're a big catcher in the Rye fan, right? Oh, I read it because I thought it was a baseball book. <laughs> I started reading it, and I'm like, when, when are they gonna play baseball? And they never play baseball. Like, what level joke is that? I thought Catcher in the Rye was a baseball joke. Yeah. By the way, another thing that Bert does is he refers to his act a lot. Yeah. He talks about, oh, this is a joke that I wrote. And they're never good jokes. Yeah, yeah. I, yeah. I don't know. I don't know if people find Bert's comedy funny, but let me show you some examples of jokes that he wants to work into the conversation because they're in his act. So I used to have a joke. One of my first jokes was that I wrote was George Washington Carver create a peanut butter but is and he also can make a, a car combustible engine run off the peanut oil as yeah. well his big mistake was that he introduced peanut butter and jellies first and he was like all right guys i'm gonna pass these sandwiches out and then i'm gonna tell you all the cool stuff i can do with a peanut and they're like these are good and he's like hold on that's just where we're starting first i can they're like what do you have any milk and he's like hold on guys hold on i have a lot of stuff i want to talk about and i cut it there but he goes on and on and on like he yeah. has his entire bit on the podcast. By the way, Tom's being polite. I'm sure he's I'm sure he's heard it before. Uh, here's another example of him pulling from a, a joke that he has in his act. I had a joke. I used to say, I'm not racist. I'm a uh, I'm a economist. <laughs> because I love numbers. Numbers don't lie. It's interesting because you would think that if you have a joke that you've crafted and you perform on stage and it works into the conversation, you'd think that would be funny. Like, that's a joke you worked on? You're not a racist, you're an economist? Yeah, there you go. Good one. Really funny. And here's uh, here's another example 
of Bert talking about a joke from his act. You you had brought up that you were taping your mouth shut. Which I used is... to have a joke about that, about going, uh, my wife goes, oh, he, you have no idea how hard he is to live with. He snores, he uh, doesn't flush the toilet, and when he drinks, his semen tastes like shit. And I was like, maybe you have low standards. Wouldn't it be high standards? That doesn't even make sense. Maybe you have low standards. Like in a man or... I think, how you want I, semen to taste? I think he's going for you have poor taste in men if you are then married to me. But it's that's it's not a very funny poorly joke. Phrased. It's yeah. poorly phrased and poorly executed. <laughs> I mean, honestly, these guys, these stand-ups, and they they both have multiple Netflix specials. They're they're both very big comedians. They're at the pinnacle. And if you can't execute on a joke that you've told hundreds of times, if not thousands of times, and yeah. you're in a podcast, oh, I have a joke about that. Uh, let me think. So my my wife said I I snore and my cum tastes like shit, <laughs> I, and, and then and then I'm like, well, you're an asshole. <laughs> Get it? Yeah. Um. All right. I guess. Yeah. yeah. Well, and they they get into some, uh, you know, that comedy classic where you start tagging jokes. Yeah. Uh, here's number nine. There you yeah, go. it's like the guy with the biggest head with a, in a room full of small-headed people. That's not an analogy that people make. <laughs> it's like a guy with a ton of ears with everyone with no ears. <laughs> what? Okay. All right. Can we just keep doing this? Yeah. It's like a guy with a bottle opener when no one's got a bottle opener. <laughs> it's like a guy who's got six hands and no one's got hands. There you have there it. There you go. I got it. Oh. And there's even a guy on the phone, and everyone's talking over each other, and it just I I hate it. These this. are comedians, I professional really comedians, guy. and the guy's like, "It's like you have a, a dozen ears, and everyone else has zero ears." And then the guy tags it with, "I have a single bottle opener, and no one else has a bottle opener." Well, you're not understanding where we're going with this. Yeah, if that's yeah. how you're tagging this joke, it's uh, it's surprising to me that at a certain point, as they're talking about George Washington Carver. Because he talks a lot about George Washington Carver. Yeah. He's very concerned that talking about him might get him canceled. By the way, what else could George Washington Carver... I'm going to get canceled for this fucking conversation. What else could he make a peanut do? So I assume the reason why he said I'm going to get canceled for this is because George Washington Carver was a black gentleman. Was he? But I would think that he would get canceled for that... For the old-fashioned way, because you're boring and no one's watching or listening. <laughs> yeah, really. That's how you get canceled. Back in the day, kids, the way that broadcasters got canceled is they weren't very good. Yeah. And no one gave a shit. Yeah, yeah. It wasn't that they talked about George Washington Carver's uh, peanut inventions. There is something to that. There used to be a limited amount of airspace. Correct. And a shitload of competition for the airspace, and only... Uh, you know, more interesting or, or more relevant things would get through. Now there's unlimited airspace because everybody, even us, could have a fucking podcast. And it's it's just, yeah. Even you void. and me have a podcast, Crouch. And, and that the proves proof. it. Yeah, that, proof is in that pudding right there. All right, let's talk about Bert's stupid fucking laugh and yeah. how he cracks himself up all the time. This is interesting because this the show says... The, the description of the show is twice a month, comedian, best friends, Tom Segura and Burt Kreischer get together in a bear cave at YMH Studios to do what bears do, make each other laugh. All right. So the premise is these guys are just going to crack each other up, except for that's not what happens. Burt just cracks himself up. Yeah. Insulation paper, wallboard, wood stains, soap, shaving cream, skin lotion. <laughs> And 
and you already kind of played that, but here's another example of the high voice Bert. He had to get it in at the end because he almost went an entire 90 minutes without doing high voice Bert. Yeah. Let's do a sleep test together where we both get in the same bed. And God, if I don't get... fall asleep before you, I'll fucking punch you. I will fucking punch you. You know, together. You know, they have to, it will be sober, right? Who enjoys that? I know that's his signature thing. Yeah. Who's enjoying that? Oh, it's so obnoxious. And he doesn't even do it. Like, I, I had a whole list of, like, falsetto songs. I'm like, oh, yeah, I'm going to make I know! To get to your bed! Yeah. You didn't even do it. It's like, fucking, you go to see Gallagher. He doesn't bring out a watermelon. Oh. What are you doing? Yeah. Why am I here then if you're not going to do your bed? <laughs> oh, man. When they're talking about peanut butter... They decide, all right, we're going to mix together Jif, the processed peanut butter, with this natural peanut mm. butter. We're going to mix the two together on a podcast and then eat them and then, and then taste them. And Bert decides this is going to be amazing. By the way, there are people watching this going, I already know where this is going to go. Which it's going to be fucking amazing. Really? Who would? Yeah. Even Tom's like, really? Who would think that's going to be amazing that you're mixing together two types of peanut butter and then eating them? Yeah, who's invested in this like it's the Food Channel? Like it's, you know, Iron Chef or something. Oh, my God, they're going to mix the peanut butter? Holy shit, it's honey. Not, it's not epic mealtime. If this was epic mealtime, it would make a little bit more sense. But it's not. It's two best friends trying to crack each other up. Yeah. Hey, it's the best friend show. We're BFFs. What's up, everybody? <laughs> By the uh, way, there is an ad. So there's seven different ads on this show. Yeah. There is an ad for something that I found bonkers. I've never heard of this before. Hopefully, I'll never hear about it again. This episode is brought to you by EstablishedTitles.com. You can become a lord today. I know this sounds a little bit crazy, but listen, in Scotland, landowners have long been referred to as lairds, the Scottish term for lord, the female equivalent being lady. All you need is at least one square foot of land. So you can now buy title packs uh, the plots of land, one square foot to 10 square feet, so that you can become a lord or a lady, or you can make somebody else. It's an amazing gift. You buy a plot of land in Scotland, and then you get the title of lord. This is like naming a star after someone. Remember that fucking thing? I was just going to say, this is that uncle who's got nothing to buy. It's like, I named a star after you? I don't know. Here you go. Do you know what it costs it's to buy this? No, they said it in the ad too. It was like I looked it up. Right? I looked it up. If you want a one foot by one foot plot of land, yeah. it's like fifty bucks. Yeah. And then if you want the certificate that proves that you got it, it's thirty dollars additionally. What? If you want a ten by ten, it's three hundred dollars. Jesus Christ! <laughs> three hundred dollars for a plot of land in Scotland? Maybe. Who fucking know? Who's, yeah, who's even proving this? Yeah, Who would even yeah. know? Selling the same plot of land over and over oh, again. Why not buy Florida Swampland? At least it's on the continent. Could you imagine yeah. you go to a family gathering and your fucking uncle comes up to you and he's like, hey, guess who's now Lord Jim? Yeah. Like, okay, you're gay Lord Jim. Yeah, Give yeah. a shit. Yeah. Stupid. Oh, I just pulled a Tom Brennan. The fag capitals of the world. Uh, Whoops. Here was my favorite ad. Uh, or at least a piece of it. It was for a thing that cleans your asshole. Here's number seven. <laughs> but days are common in the rest of the world. I remember the first time you used one in Japan. Wait, hold on. Did you hear that sentence? Right, I got to start that one over again. This, these are not words. <laughs> I feel like Bill O'Reilly. There's no words there. <laughs> but days are common in the rest of the world. I remember the first time you used one in Japan. I'm barely saying these words. <laughs> <laughs> Hilarious. Yeah. 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 
that producer guy who just fucking cackles in the background At every sentence is it's, so obnoxious. It's crazy. Even if there's yeah. just a, a pregnant pause. Yeah. You don't just say anything even remotely funny or try to be funny. This guy just starts cracking up. Yeah. It's like the Joker. Yeah. Like the Joker like, can't help but laugh at everything all the time. Yeah, yeah. I hope just like the Joker, he murders the hosts of this show. Hopefully. Sorry, spoiler alert. At the end of the Joker, he murders the host of the show. <laughs> Sorry about that, everybody. All right, what else you got in this? No, I can't wait to never talk about Burt Kreischer ever again. <laughs> I don't know if that's going to be the case. Yeah. He hosts 57 podcasts. I know. And all we do is review podcasts. Yeah, I have be... a feeling our paths will cross again. Yeah. yeah okay. Yeah. Well, we have a lot more to get to today, oh. Croge. I am very excited. I think the big news, of course, is what's going on with our friend Stuttering John. All right, so Stuttering John is suing Sirius XM. Yes, he is. And I know that he addressed it on his most recent episode, and you've brought some clips. Let me just read from the New York Post real quick so that we're all up to speed. John Melendez, who became known as Stuttering John, is a longtime sidekick to the radio and television host Howard Stern, has sued Sirius XM for using his name, likeness, and voice without permission on channels dedicated to Stern. Melendez uh, accused Sirius of exploiting his celebrity to attract more listeners and advertising. <laughs> That's his case? Yeah. That's the flimsiest case. He can't even get advertisers on the Stuttering John show. Yeah, no He's shit. He's literally promoting some guy's house who's tr- he's trying to sell in L.A. <laughs> and Speedweed, and he's selling Speedweed as a trade deal. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And he's going, oh, but they're making all this money in Sirius because the Stuttering John's on there. This is the best part. And we'll get into this, but he said Sirius responded to his recent cease and desist letter by marginalizing his contributions to Stern's show and threatening to take his current show, the Story John podcast, off its Pandora streaming service. That is hilarious. That John is the one who's giving us this information. You know, when I, when I told him to stop playing my thing, they laughed at me. Yeah. Like, yeah. Because it's a joke. They told me they had to get their testicles reattached because they <laughs> laughed their fucking balls off. Yes. Oh, my God. So. I know that you have some clips. I have some clips, too. I have uh, Anthony Cumia had Bob Levy on. No kidding. The Reverend Bob Levy, and they discussed this. This was from the show on Thursday. No kidding. And I, I love this because, as you know, Bob Levy worked for Howard. He worked for Sirius. Yeah, he had yeah, the yeah. Miserable Men show on Sirius, oh, and they yeah. had a serious falling out. Yes, they certainly did. Bob Levy and Howard Stern. So it starts off by Bob Levy explaining why this is such a stupid and frivolous lawsuit. When you go, okay, you know how it is. When you come in to do a show, uh-huh. you basically sign something. Signing away just says you're in the studio. And you did that all the time. And yeah. whether you worked there, you signed it too. So basically, yeah. they can, Howard can have a choice of playing you if he wants to or not playing you if he wants to because he's mad yeah. at you. And that's just the way it is. Because you don't own anything you, own you spoke into that microphone. At- like he came up with the idea for Miserable Men. He did it with Shuli and Jim Florentine. He doesn't own that at all. Sirius XM can do whatever the fuck they want with it, and yeah. he cannot. And that's how it's that's worked. how that works. And for a fucking century, that's how that's worked. And it's even crazier than that because Anthony Cumia used to do this show live from the compound. Back when he was on Opie and Anthony, he was doing a streaming video show from his basement. Mm-hmm. And Sirius had a problem with that. They own you. They, own you. Uh, they yeah. gave me shit. 
during contract negotiations about doing my show from my basement. They didn't want me to do live from the compound when I initially was Mm -hmm. doing it in my basement while I was still on Sirius XM. So he had to renegotiate a way that he could do his show, and it had to be totally unrelated to the opening Anthony show. He had to do a very different format because when you are hired by a company to perform work, they own your work. This is true even outside of entertainment. You're a software engineer. If you write... If you write software, <laughs> if you write software, I've you patented, don't. I've patented a few things, yes, and I don't. I don't own any of that. You don't own it. <laughs> Sorry to dox at, you. At the gas station I work at, yeah, I don't. Get... <laughs> You're a trucker like Andy. Yeah, exactly. And yeah. you don't own those cases of coke that you deliver. Precisely. Um, so this I thought was really funny because this is what I said when I saw this come out. And the funny thing is, all John does. Is he his career is based on the fact that he was on Howard Stern and he constantly talks about that. So shouldn't Howard Stern and Sirius sue John for using their uh, uh, voices and whatnot for for his fame? I would love that. It would make it would bring me so. Even though I don't want anyone to get sued for any of this, of shit, course, it would bring me nothing but pleasure and but happiness. It is hilarious considering the percentage of Stuttering John show that's Howard clips or yep. just stories about Howard or the Howard Stern show or the Jay Leno show, or any of that shit, like, as you've documented so many times, his show is just all shit from these other places. If Howard and Jay were able to be like, hey, cease and desist, you can't talk about that part of your life anymore, his show would be five minutes long. Yes, correct. Yeah, it's it's wild. Can I play a few more clips, or do you have shit that yeah, John... Yeah. All right, so you're going to have John's rebuttal of this, I assume. Oh, yeah. Okay, good. All right, so Iraq hops on. And E-Rock, as you know, is a radio nerd. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He knows everything there is to know about radio, and he has uh, his two cents to kick in. At the time, early the early days of Howard, you know, CBS Infinity owned it. Howard made the deal. He owns it. He owns all his serious stuff. Everything, yeah. So you're fighting Don Buckwald and, and ah, people. good luck. Yeah, good luck. And Howard. Yeah, Howard owns his shit. Yeah, Howard owns all of his past catalog. Yeah. He negotiated that. He bought that. Oh, I remember that. that so was he, a, it was a big deal. It was a huge deal. Because for the first year on Sirius, he wasn't able to play any of the old shows, and they didn't have a lot of content. He was trying to run two stations by you know, having his news crew call up uh, Bigfoot or something yeah. and talk yeah. to him on the phone for 20 minutes at a time. I, I remember they used to play tapes from NBC when he was on AM radio in like the early, early 80s, and it was... Unreasonable. It was so bad. It's so yeah, bad. He bought the 19 years worth of content. It was a huge deal, and it was part of the contract. So Howard yeah. owns all of that. Stuttering John yeah, yeah. has no claim to this at all. And Bob Levy has a theory, and I tend to agree with him. This has to be a marketing tool. It has to be. He's I, just I'm, I'm a businessman. I am a fucking genius at this shit. If you're going to do shit, you're not going to get a dime off of this, but now uh, of everybody, course. it's in every paper. It's a great fucking movie. Now- all right, so it's a good point. It is being talked about everywhere. Well, but but then Anthony says this. Now, John, I can understand actually thinking he has a lawsuit here. But any lawyer that would tell John he's got a lawsuit here should be disbarred immediately. Yeah. Uh, it, it's a complete travesty. Are you listening, Vince? <laughs> Anthony Cubia <laughs> thinks you should be disbarred for even pretending that you have a case. And he's... He, Bob Levy's correct. Oh, yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah, Everyone's talking about this, but we're all goofy. It's just like what we've been doing at WATP for the last two and a half years. We're just talking about Senator John and saying what a fucking moron he is. Yeah, exactly. It's not helping his case at all. In fact, this is uh, Anthony calling John a moron. Now, here's where Stuttering John's yeah. utter fucking moronic uh, <laughs> mind comes in. 
He's on Pandora. Which they own. Pandora is now owned by Sirius XM. Yeah, or vice the, versa. The name Stern John came from the Howard Stern show. Right. So that's they could literally say, we own your fucking name. They absolutely can do that if they want to uh, assault a retard. <laughs> it, it's not a good optic to beat up on the retarded. <laughs> I thought it was funny that they're, you know, they're speculating. He might even own Stuttering John. but might not be able to use Stuttering John. And uh, they talk about in the article, in this New York Post article, it talks about how he got that moniker. And, yeah. and Dave has a pretty funny point on this. Melendez, who has a speech impediment since childhood, got his Juddering John moniker because blah, blah, blah. We all know. You all know the story of Biff Tannen. Why would you have to tell someone how Stuttering John got his moniker? It's <laughs> right? like, oh, shit your pants, Jim. Why do you call him that? <laughs> uh, the great Dave Landau, everybody. Mm. Very, very good point. And actually, uh, one other point from Dave Landau here. Just speaking as a stand-up comic, why the fuck would you not want something you did aired on exactly. the on Howard Stern right, right. channel? Yeah. 20 years later, if they're still playing your voice, you ought to count your fucking blessings. It's the only yeah. place anyone's hearing Stuttering John. Yeah, no shit. They're not yeah. hearing him on the Stuttering John show. Yeah. It's a, it's a miracle they're still playing those somewhere. Anyone who's done radio in the 90s, no one's ever going to hear that again. It got played once in the 90s. Maybe it made a best of reel, and that's it. It's gone. Uh, Only people on the Howard Stern Show are still being heard by people in their cars. And even those 10 years on the Leno Show where it was a nationwide late-night TV show, those are gone forever. No one's ever watching that shit again. No one's watching it. It came and it went. And John's the only idiot who doesn't realize this is keeping his name out there. Yeah. How does he not know that? Well, and this, in a way, is keeping his name out there, too, but as a foil. Just, just, as, yeah, just and just for a minute. It's going to be a blip yeah, as, on as the radar. radar. By the way, our friend PJ yeah. came up with a new song. We got a new Stuttering John song oh, that we're going to... This is the world premiere of PJ's brand new Stuttering John uh, Here Comes the Sun parody. You're a Beatles fan. Indeed. You'll enjoy this. Stuttering John, he's surrounded by empty corset cases. Stuttering John, he needs more money to get wasted. John is gonna sue, 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 sue. He's gonna sue Howard Stern. Sue that kite. All you do is talk about me. But you know why? It's very simple. Because I'm, unlike you, interesting, funny, and poignant. People are entertained by me. Go, 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 PJ is the king. Wow. Very well done. Oh, my God. Thank you, PJ. Before we get away from Anthony Cumia, I do want to mention, he gave us a really sweet shout-out on the Anthony Cumia show on Tuesday. He praised our latest episode with uh, the great Will Noonan. Mm. Gave us a nice compliment, and that's not something that Anthony does often, but he said that the, our podcast was great with Opie. Will was very pleased with that. Also, the great... Dave Landau was wearing a sweet ween hat Hey-o. on Thursday. Dave, 
I like your fashion, buddy. Yeah. Killing it. Nice work. No, All right, Crows. be with you. Now, Suttering Jeff had a show on Thursday. Yeah. All right. And he so. addresses the lawsuit. I'm guessing he mixes it in with the dotard known as Donald Trump. Oh, my talk. God. Out the Donald his, Trump dotard stuff. Out of his 90-minute show, and I, I know you guys just talked about this recently. Yeah. Um, 88 minutes is all Trump, so, and it's frothing at the mouth. Fuck this guy. I fucking hate everything about this fucking office. But it's not even him. It's like somebody else talking it about just Trump. It on and on and on. But, <laughs> yeah. So what I'm going to play, and, and I was actually interested because I'm like, all right, well, he's going to discuss this. He's going to talk about his feelings. Like, why does he think this is a good idea? I mean, this is his platform. This is his time to talk about it. And his his chance to convince me. Because I'm on the fence. I could be talked. John, sing to me. Tell me what the story is. This is, and I'm not even fucking with you, the sum total of it. Number 20, pause it anywhere you like. But this is everything he has to say about it. Okay, great. As you know, the start of my career began on the Howard Stern Show, where I devoted 15 years to creating or contributing to some of the most memorable moments of the show. First as a lowly unpaid intern, and later a lowly paid writer and performer. Having continued to nurture my celebrity status and name recognition in the 16 years since leaving the show, SiriusXM should not be allowed to exploit my name, likeness, voice, and celebrity without permission or compensation by replaying nonstop from the Howard Stern Show archives my work to line their own pockets. It's just not true. I didn't sign up for that, and enough is enough, people. Sirius has earned hundreds of millions of dollars off the backs of performers like me for too long. I'm not alone here. I'm just the first out of the gate. This isn't about me and Howard or (laughs) the show, per se. All (laughs) I am seeking is to be fairly compensated from Sirius for it freely exploiting me since leaving the show. And that's all I have to say about that. That's all he has to say about that. What a fucking moron. Dude, you're the backup tambourine player for the monkeys. Right. And you're suing Sirius XM because they play Daydream Believer once a month. And you're like fucking flip out about No, that's not how this works. You got paid for the session. Get the fuck on with your life. And as uh, Dave Landau pointed out, be happy that you were part of that. Be proud. I was the fucking backup tambourine player for the monkeys, and now I'm going to go do great things. Not, well, fuck those serious XM guys. I'm going to sue them. Not for nothing. If he had a case, don't you think Artie Lang and Jackie Martling would be all over this? Those guys are played way more often than Stuttering John. They had a much bigger role on the show. Or any celebrity that's been interviewed. Or any phone caller that calls in. I mean, where <laughs> any whackpacker, right? Where does the line end? You know what I mean? No, this is so stupid. And I was talking about this with Andy on our bonus episode. In entertainment, you have to work your deal out ahead of time. Yeah. So if you want to get points on a movie, you could actually make money based on how well the movie does. Yeah. Right? But you got to work that in as a back-end deal before oh, yeah. you sign the contract. And a lot of people have been in a lot of movies that have made hundreds of millions of dollars. They got paid the salary oh, one yeah. time for filming the movie, and that's it. The key grip isn't making residuals because they were on Empire Strikes Back. That is now, you know, sold for $4 billion. Like that, they're not seeing a dime of that. That's how this works. Taylor Swift has been one of the biggest stars in music for what, 10, 12, 15 years? Yeah. She doesn't own her first like six or seven albums. She yeah. doesn't own it. Right. It's gone. It's gone. Well, and that, she's pissed about it. Yeah. But she that, signed, that's actually shitty. She signed a contract when yeah. she was 18, and that's how that shit works. And I'm certainly not defending it, yeah. but that's that's how it goes. That's actually shitty, and I'll tell you why. Because that music, every time it's played, mm-hmm. makes money. Now, what John's describing with Sirius, okay, they got to fill this channel up with with content. Yeah, but they're not like making money. There's there isn't like money being exchanged every time Stuttering John's voice is heard. 
You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. Whereas in music, it's very different. Money has to be exchanged every time it's played. It is, and there's publishing, there's mechanical. It's a it's a whole thing. But point being, you can easily sign a thing that says. I don't own any of this, which is exactly what happened. So he reads that fucking whatever the fuck that was, a statement. Yep. And then here's number 21. He'll be taking no questions. <laughs> okay, great. Dude, you find out something interesting. This fucking dumb nuts, since the Donald Trump call, which was two years ago, he's yeah. finding out something interesting, and he doesn't want to talk about it. Yep. You know, next week, I'm, I'm going to have my lawyer on, the great Michael Popak. And then if you guys have any questions... For him, we will certainly, uh, y- he will answer all your questions. But, uh, oh, talk to my lawyer. Well, that's actually interesting. I, I feel like we should ask some questions when I'll he has his attorney in. out here. Yeah. So let's, then I might want to check out. And then the chat responds to his statement. Here's number 22 John, go from the heart, not a written statement. That is from the heart. Okay. Okay. Sure. <laughs> By the way, so, John, you don't have to read these things. I don't know why you no. have to tell him that. He gets so irritated, but just don't read it. Well, it's a big part of his show. Yeah. So who's in the chat these days? Carl, you may be asking yourself. <laughs> yeah. Here's number 19. Here's a compilation. Who's in the chat? Seamus28. Thank you, nice Doug. Thank you, Vic's Japanese stepfather. Patrick's <laughs> lonely baby. Never changed for anyone, John. <laughs> That's amazing. Still great. Shout Still out great. to the listeners of WATP. Vic's Japanese stepfather. That's great. And Patrick's lonely Patrick's baby. Lonely baby. <laughs> That's great. <laughs> Those are fucking great names. And they're all asking questions and participating. Oh my god! So my that makes me so happy. My hero, nice like work. the light of my <laughs> life, is a guy or gal going by the name Nice Doug. Okay. They invested. I'm guessing twenty one whole dollars in the Suttering John show to ask a series of questions that I think you may find interesting. Okay. Now good. first they're they're trying to stir the pot a little bit. Remember, this is an anti-Trump show. Here's number twenty three. Crap. Oh, wait. Someone gave me a, uh, a super chat here. I might as well. Uh, nice, Doug. Uh, Trump's a loser. Well, I, I'm not going to agree with you there. And he's saying it. So was his pal, Anthony Cumia. I'm an- Anthony Cumia, certainly not a loser. Uh, he's a friend and I and I'm, I, I have nothing. Uh, I have nothing. I have nothing to say. Keep, keep going with that. Oh, <laughs> no. And nice, Doug's back. Here's number 24. Could I just point out? Of course, yeah. Anthony Cumia. Just it's for him, not. you asshole. Yeah. Well, he also had me on his show, and we played this <laughs> and made fun of him yeah. when I was on the show, and he's calling him a moron because this is what happened. What Suttering John did, which was a poor calculation on his part, go figure, is he really went after Artie Lang hard. Yeah. Now, if you remember, Artie Lang was a co-host with Anthony Cumia, mm-hmm. and Artie Lang is beloved by Howard Stern fans. Yes. He might be... Loved, I mean, he's definitely loved more than Howard Stern. Way at this more. point, yeah. Artie Lang is a legend. So if you're a Howard Stern fan, and that's why you know Centering John, you might not like Centering John for the simple fact that he told Artie Lang to kill himself. Yeah, well, if like, you, that was a really poor decision on his part, everyone who likes Howard Stern is like, no, go fuck yourself, Stuttering John. Artie Lang's the best. If you have any empathy in your heart at all for someone who's been very public about their struggles with their father dying and their drug addictions and their 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 issues. No, and he's just empathy a, with that. And this guy's saying, go kill yourself. Like, well, yeah. yeah. And, and, and solely out of jealousy, too. Yeah. Because Artie Lang has never been anything but a ball buster. He he busts his balls. John doesn't know how to take it because he's not smart or witty. Yeah. So he just goes, oh, well, then you should go kill yourself. <laughs> yeah. All right. Let's keep, let's keep going. Nice dog here. Sorry. 
Nice thug. Thank you for the seven bucks. Will you have Opie on? He was saying he'd like to do your show on his podcast. Opie says he has tons of Trump stories for you. Bubba Bowie, Tata Toothy. Nice thug. I would certainly have Opie on. Uh, I'm a fan of Opie's. I've done his show. And anytime, anytime Opie is uh, allowed on the program. So there you go. And And no, Ryan, Opie is not banned. I like Opie. Just like I like Anthony. I don't I don't I don't choose sides between those two. Now ace level trolling by Nice Dog. He sprinkles yep, like he sprinkles it. in the right words to yep. get his attention. He throws in the seven <laughs> bucks. Whoever you are, you're you're beautiful. I love you. You're great. Yeah, well done, nice dog. And then he's even better than the real nice dog. And then he <laughs> he's got this cupcake baked, and then he takes out the frosting and puts it right on top. Here's twenty-five. Let me just read this question. Nice dog, thanks for the seven bucks. Is Carl from WATP banned from your show? He's number five on iTunes top list. And what do you do to make him so angry? I think he's jealous, Papa Fooey. I, I don't, I don't have any problem with this guy, Carl. To be honest with you, what? I, I mean, I don't know why he always trashes me. I mean, I never, I never met the guy. I never done a thing to him. It's so weird, bro. Like these guys, like these other podcasts, you know, they just like trash me. And quite honestly, I don't even know what the hell I ever did to piss the guy off. You know, it's nothing. It's show fodder. It's our format. We didn't do anything to piss us off. We reviewed your show while well, he did threaten to sue me. All right, never mind. He did do things. He to also threatened off. to break your legs. He threatened to break my legs. He's, he's threatened bodily harm. He's threatened lawsuits. All right, take all that back. Yeah. He's actually done a lot of things to piss me off. Yeah. But it's our show format, you moron. I'm back at this. I want to hear this. I don't even know what the hell I ever did to piss the guy off. You know, it's like. Hilarious. I, I get these 20ths who go crazy on me. Yeah, I don't know why these people go. I, I don't understand. Like, I never did anything. To any of these people, I don't know if you get it, Brent, but I get the, these people hating me so viciously that I don't know. Like, I don't know what the hell it could be. I mean, who's he talking to? Who's Brent? Is it, is it his guest that he has oh, on the yeah. show? He, he has some, he has a comedian on. It's okay. really not important. It's funny because you noticed that Brent didn't respond to that. I don't know if you have people viciously hating you. Like, no, nobody does. All right. Yeah. Let's keep going. And I, I cleaned up a bunch of these because there's a, he does. He's like Bert. He'll, he'll get halfway into a sentence, and then he'll start reading another super. Oh, okay, I got and you. And then he'll go back to what he was originally okay, talking thank about you, two thank minutes you. later. So okay, there is so you, some. You clean this up. All right. I, yeah. I'm sorry. I didn't get all the way through it. I'm backing up. Let's let's get through this. This is just too fun for me. I haven't heard this it's yet. Crazy. Yeah. Like I don't know what the hell it could be. I mean, you know, is it my face? <laughs> is it because I'm half Puerto Rican? Oh God. Is, is it because I have uh, like you know smelly feet? What is it? I mean, I didn't. You know, like I have people that hate me that I've never even met. Stuttering John <laughs> just card. pulled the fucking race card Jesus on you, dude. Christ. He hates me because I'm half Puerto Rican. <laughs> that's amazing. What a fucking idiot. So that's the beginning of the show. At the end of the show. So wait, can we talk about this? I'm sorry. I, I hate to interrupt you like that. But. Somebody asked if I was banned from a show, and yeah. he said no, right? That, that was a long conversation because he said that uh, they were asking, is Opie banned, is Carl banned, all yeah. the different things. And that's when Nice Doug gets right the fuck in there yeah, with yeah, expert yeah. precision. It's like, Love it. but is Carl from WATP banned? He's just jealous of you, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So good. Well, so well done. Good. But does that mean that I can go on his show? Because I want to go on his show. Well, and what about him coming on your show, Carl? Mm, yeah, now, right. let's talk about that. Let's talk so, about it. Carl in the chat okay. enters the conversation. <laughs> now, I choose to believe that this was really you. Yeah. I don't know that it was or not. I have no proof. But in my heart, I really want it to be you. That's hilarious. So here's 26. Uh, Carl, come on my show, wuss. I've, I've never been formally asked, you dumbass. And uh, 
you know, let me ask you a question. Why the hell would I come on your show if all you do is talk about me? Go on Anthony Cumia's show, a friend of mine, to trash me. And go on Jim Norton's show, a very good friend of mine. No, that's a fucking lie! Jim Norton's a very good friend of his? Why? Because he called you once to tell you that he's going to put out a video of me bashing him? If you remember, he said, and this is out of centering John's fucking mouth, he said, Jim Norton called me to tell me that he had this guy on to trash me. I had to call Jim Florentine to confirm it wasn't a prank call. <laughs> he didn't have Jim Norton's number. He wasn't even sure it was actually Jim Norton. Yeah. And now they're very good friends. Oh, they're besties. Holy shit, John, you fucking liar. You can't talk on the internet as often as you talk and lie this much. It's too obvious. And this is his 30th time telling the story. And every, time, <laughs> every time it's different. The next time he tells the story, my roommate, <laughs> yeah. Jim Norton. Yeah, yeah my just, first yeah. husband, Jim yeah, Norton. Yeah. Trash me. And so much so that Jim Norton calls me because Jim Norton, unlike you, is a friend of mine and calls me to say, John, I had no idea this guy was going to be on here to trash you. By the way, Jim Norton called me also. <laughs> I've never called him my very good friend. Jim Norton literally called me afterwards and said, by the way, you said that Jim Florentine uh, agreed that Sorry John sucks at podcasting. We're going to take that out because, you know, Jim Florentine, I don't want him getting out there. Yeah. So he called me to tell me that. My very good friend, Jim Norton, talked yeah. about my very good friend, Jim Florentine. This guy is delusional. Yeah. Who does he think he's fooling? The 20 people watching his show? And I said, it's okay, Jim. The guy's a loser with no life, working at a, at a loser marketing company in Rochester, and whose uh, partner slash boss should know that he does these things and trolls me on, on, on his work time. Because maybe he'll get canned like he should be. Because he shouldn't be doing... Oh, so now he's going after my job? Now he's going after your job. Because... I don't know why they hate me so much. I think his partner should can him. And he goes, he's doing it on his work time. Why would you assume that? Why That's would so you ever... Crazy. I don't even shit at work. Let alone call Sonny <laughs> John up. Why would he assume that? I'm doing it on my work time. And... and... Uh, you know, and I, <laughs> come on, John. I didn't fucking for I guarantee he's got rants about cancel culture going all the time. He's one of these types. And then he's like, well, this guy hurt my feelings on the internet. He must be canceled. Cost that guy his job. If his business partner knew that he was making fun of stuttering John Melendez on the internet, I bet yeah. he wouldn't be too happy about that. Yeah. All right. I bet he wouldn't give a fuck. That'd he be would, my guess. He would be like, who the fuck is that? Why are you calling me? What yeah. Is this? Who yeah, cares? That's so crazy. That's amazing. All right. We got more here? Yeah, it keeps going in the next clip. So is this me again? Uh, this is a continuation. Continuation. Carl from the chat really got under his skin. <laughs> okay. Unlike Nice Doug, who was just asking questions. You understand. I love that he thinks that I'm watching him live. And fucking with him. It's and so fucking great. with him. It's so funny. And why only troll me? If your show is Who Are These Pat Podcasts, why do you just troll me? We don't! We troll everybody, you moron. No, Carl. All you think about all day long, every day of the week, is stuttering John. <laughs> That's amazing. I mean, why? You know, it's kind of sad that, you know, your life is so pathetic that you trash me. I mean, there are so many. There are millions of other podcasts. Yet you choose to troll me and trash me. But you know why? It's very simple. Because I'm... Unlike you, interesting, funny, and poignant. Poignant. P P Meet people sad. are entertained right. by me. <laughs> I've been in the business for 30 years. Fair You're right. a nothing. 
loser. You're a do-nothing loser <laughs> and haven't done a loser. thing in your life. Yeah, done nothing. But, you know, you want to continue trashing me? Go ahead. You just promote me. Doesn't bother me. It's not like, I, it's not like I'm going to go listen to you trash me. <laughs> it doesn't bother him. Phil Seamus, eight minutes into his Carl rant, but you don't bother me. It doesn't bother him. And look, like, you ever had to, like, you get one of those relatives that are getting up there and you got to pull them aside and be like, listen, Grandma, if someone calls you and says they're from your bank, they're not necessarily from your bank. Like, you know what I mean? Not everyone is. If you get an email that says, you need tell me your password, it's not necessarily from Gmail. Like, someone needs to have a talk with so, this guy. And someone like, from the IRS left me a voicemail. Should I should I call them back? They want my social security number. Yeah, not everyone on the internet is who they say they are, believe it or not. <laughs> For instance, Patrick's lonely baby might not be an actual baby. I mean, I don't I don't have proof of that. But it's possible. I'm just saying, hypothetically, you know? Wow, John, you are a special kind of stupid. Oh, I want to point out, in this New York Post article... And this is doing him no favors. He just said he was in the industry for 30 years. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's a 30-year vet of show business. Uh, Melinda said he averaged a $35,000 annual salary (laughs) while working for Stern. Yeah. He averaged $35,000 a year while working for Stern. Now, of course, he's got an angle here. He's trying to get the pity, like, I didn't even make any money, and they're making money off of me. But why would you want that out there? And. By the way, being an intern does not mean you're in show business. It's that old joke about shoveling elephant shit. Yeah. Well, <laughs> which is pretty much what Suttering John is. And your job of answering the phones for four hours a day is not that fucking impressive. Right. And you didn't even show up to work on time, which they talked about on the air constantly. That's so crazy. That's fucking, that's amazing. So I'm a, I'm a little bit confused. Um, I would never invite him onto my show because I only have people on my show that I like. Nah. We don't do, except for that woman from Philadelphia. <laughs> Since then, I haven't had somebody on yeah. to, to debate. This isn't a debate, Jerry. I'm not going to yeah. debate you. Yeah. But I would love to go on John's show. If John would have me, I'd love to go on and talk with Stuttering John. I bet you're $7 and a super chat away from that happening. <laughs> wow, <Carl>. okay. <laughs> Fair enough. How much do I, all right. Real question. How much do I have to pay Centering John to be a guest on his show, and how much time will he give me? Real questions. I want to know. That's all. That's out there. I mean, honestly, nice dog will have an answer for you the next episode. <laughs> Perfect. So there you go. Love it. So here's just a couple of clips I want to fly through. This is just John being John. Now, there's there are two jokes that I want to play because they're the only two jokes he tells during this whole show. Well, he doesn't uh, do a comedy show anymore, Gross. <laughs> but he still, he wants... I this know, is leading I up know, to something. I know. Here's his baseball joke, number right. 28. I'm sorry. Let me just shit out your package here. I apologize. Okay, the news is not Tom Brenneman, who, as you know, is the Cincinnati Reds broadcaster who got caught off mic saying that a certain city is the, well, the F word, not, you know, the F word meaning a disparaging term for, um, a homosexual capital of the world. And uh, and then he, in his apology, it's kind of weird, in his apology, he calls a home run. I don't know. Seems kind of disingenuous. No, he was still calling the game. <laughs> what? <laughs> what? <laughs> and what I love most about the joke is... Come on. If you were going to teach a class on this is the wrong way to tell a joke, this is it. I mean, he's stuttering, John, yes. But he stutters and stumbles through every single part of Gross, that joke. What was the joke? What are you talking about? He did. He was apologizing while calling a home run. Did you know that? It's the funniest audio you'll ever hear. Because in the fifth inning of the game, now he said it in the pregame, 
in the fifth inning of the game, he gets told, we're bringing in somebody else to, to take over for you. You're out, you're out of here. And he goes, he comes back. He's like, all right, we're in the uh, top of the fifth. Uh, the Reds are up. So I uh, apparently said something that got on the airwaves earlier, and I am deeply sorry, and that's a long fly ball to left field that's out of here. The <laughs> Reds are now up 4-0. I, uh, I'm a God-fearing man, and I apologize if I offended anyone. I swear to God, it's the funniest oh, wow. fucking audio. Right. So that wasn't even a joke. I'll look it up. And it's okay. so funny that Suttery John doesn't understand what's going on at all. He doesn't understand the context at all. Yeah. It makes it really disingenuous when you're calling a game. That's what he was doing at the time. He was calling the game. Yeah. It was actually impressive. Because <laughs> he's the Reds announcer, and he should be excited about a home run. It would have been way funnier yeah. if he had been like, I used a term that I would never normally use. And Oh, my God, it's back. It's deep. It's <laughs> out of here. Reds <laughs> on the board. Yeah, there you go. Okay. I, I thought it was John trying to tell a one-liner. So Okay. Uh, well, I'm sorry. I got him shitting on your package. Next. So here uh, is a joke about Indian food. I'm really not. <laughs> okay, great. Ha- Sean Hockey Cannon 25, have you been dipping your non lately? Sean, that's nonsense. That's a a 30-year show business veteran, by the way, Carl. So, now we know what the humor we're dealing with. Let's listen to him shit on his own point twice. Okay. Now, this one does include the guest he was talking to, and the reason I left this in is because the guest is like, oh, I used to love those jokes. The guest is a comedian, tells him one of the jokes he loved. I mean, just oh, try to boy. try to get your way through with this. Number 30. Watching stand-up was Leno's monologue. Oh, was wow. That, well, you, know, you know what? You know what? I, I wrote a lot of those jokes. <laughs> I still remember some certain Leno monologue jokes, uh, like just in my head, like what, I remember when that movie Hannibal came out, and he was like, you know, Hannibal's favorite part about deli- uh, about uh, Pizza Hut, the delivery guy. That was the joke. Like, I just remember certain jokes. I, I haven't heard this yet. Is John gonna take credit for this? <laughs> right, I'm just guessing. I don't know why I remember those jokes, but I do. Yeah, I mean, I, I don't want to say a lot because there's 20 writers, so I wrote some of those jokes. But it was always great to have. To have him tell, because I did a lot of drop-ins which, with the video jokes. Those I did a lot more of, but it was great to have him do a monologue joke. <laughs> uh, okay. So we went from, I wrote a lot of his monologue <laughs> yeah. to, well, there were 20 writers, I wrote some of them, to, well, I mostly found funny shit on the internet and forwarded it to them. Correct. Play it in the thing. In one little 30-second thing. And John, no one is fooled by this. You were hired as the announcer as a goof. You can't talk. He and they decided that it wasn't funny because you were trying so hard. You were such a fucking tryhard that they're like, "All right, well, John, if you're not going to play along, and and you mean he his his tape, his audition tape. He, no. I mean, I don't have to say Pamela Anderson and Edwardless Cage. I mean, we don't have to rehash this. It was a goof. Yeah. And then they're like, okay, this isn't working. Let's make him a writer. But his job was, and I used to tune in every once in a while back in the day. He would find funny shit on the internet and. Give it to them, and they okay. would play it. Here's a funny thing. Okay. And so that's we went from I wrote Jay's entire monologue. He, <laughs> he told 29 jokes a night, four nights a week, and I wrote every single one of them. Well, I would forward a few emails. And this is another one I just love. He was the king of the cold open, too, if you remember. Oh, was he He ever. declared that. Uh, this is uh, – he's trying to introduce a video clip that he wants to play. But it's just amazing. And I don't like – like, you know, if you missed it, I had a date – so I missed some of it. So, but here we go. 
don't know if it's a date. It was I, I hung out with an, with an old friend of mine. <laughs> but here we go. <laughs> He's like, oh shit, she might actually watch this. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I would never go on a date with Sundry John Melendez. His press release is going out. Yeah. I just want to say Sundry John mentioned on his podcast that he was on a date. That was not me. Anyone who speculated that it was me. Yeah. Definitely not. Did I tell you I got married last night, Carl? Well, I, I didn't get married. I was on a, well, I wasn't a date. I was in the bushes while she was on the corner. But it was really, it was, you should have been there. It was pretty cool. Wow. Um, all right, my last one. This is just, this strikes me. And again, I, you know, in my job at the gas station, this comes up a lot. This is so fucking stupid. He was trying to book an interview. He doesn't know what time zone he lives in. Oh, no. He's lived there for 20 years. He doesn't know what time zone he's in. Uh, Ryan Sharman, McAfee is a train wreck. Yeah, yeah, I'm kinda, I kind of got that feeling as I started to do some more research on him. So it, so it might have been a blessing in disguise that I screwed up the PST, um, EST. Look, I'm going to do it. Why? It's because I'm from New York. And you could take the guy out of New York, but you can't take the New York out of the guy. Oh, no. So, what what, f- so when oh. I see EST sometimes in oh. my head... I oh still God. think I'm in New York or something. So I don't know. You, you imbecile, you <laughs> bloated idiot, you stupid fathead, you. <laughs> wow. And not to. He fucked up an interview with John McAfee because he doesn't know how to read a clock. He doesn't know what time zone he has lived in for 20 years. <laughs> how is that possible? And here's the worst part. This is even stupider. I get I, confused by mountain time from time to time, but I think we all do. And I know Pacific nit- is pretty easy. I know I'm nitpicking here. There is no EST or PST right now. You're in PDT. This is daylight time. You're, you're, you're making up these acronyms so you can sound smart. You're using the wrong acronym. You sound like a fucking idiot. You always did pick that. Jesus <laughs> Christ. Because at the fucking gas station, that shit cost me fucking hours of work, dude. That is so much fucking work. The fucking time zones are my enemy. I've spent years of my career dealing with fucking time at the gas station at the gas station that's weird jesus christ it's because of you i write et and pt now i leave the d and s out of it because of you because you get so pissed off about it i I only speak in utc i'm like oh we're having band practice at 0400 right right you're just like yeah whatever (laughs) sounds good holy shit crosh I do have to take a pee break, yeah. which is awesome because you brought a pee break song. Nice. So let's hit it and we'll be right back, everybody. There are some whores in this house. I said certified freak seven days a week. Wet as P word make that pull out game weak. Yeah, you effing with some wet-ass P-word. P-word, Steve, I'll just tell ya. Bring a bucket and a mop for this wet-ass P-word. Give me everything you got for this wet-ass P-word. Beat it up and what catch a charge. Extra large and extra hard. Put this P-word right in your face. Swap your nose like a credit card. Hop on top and want to ride. I'll do a peek while it's inside. Spit in my mouth, look in my eyes. What is wet? Come take a dive. It all continues along these lines. Uh, and it gets significantly, significantly more vulgar. Look like a lot more vulgar. Talk your ass with watch your lips. Ask for a car while you ride that D word. You really ain't never got an effing for a thing. He already made up his mind before he came. Now get your boots and get your coat on for the sweat ass P word. He bought a phone just for pictures of the sweat ass P word. 
pay my tuition just to kiss me on this wet ass P word. This is, guys, this is what the feminist fought for. This is what the feminist movement was all about. It's not us, not really about, you know, when the big treaties, independent, we're routed to in peace. It's about wet ass P word. And if you say anything differently, it's because you're a misogynist, you see. It's about that wet ass P word. Hey. So, Croge, are you aware of this fill my heart response to Vic? No, I'm hoping you'll uh, play. I can't wait to hear it. Last week, Vic came on and she decided she wanted to bash this podcast called Fill My Heart, which is a Dr. Phil review podcast with two comedians. Yeah, and she had some personal Correct. bug with that. Yeah, Correct. It was a little bit odd. She's like, oh, this guy, I met him at an open mic and then he started messaging me and was trying to hook up. I'm like, oh, I mean, that seems... It's why I keep uh, suggesting my ex-girlfriend's podcast every week. Right, right. Yeah, Yeah, exactly. So it was personal for some reason, and I love that Phil My Heart responded. I listened to the entire clip that they posted in our subreddit. It's 45 minutes long. (laughs) And they played the entire segment, and they broke it down, and they talked about everything that was going on. I thought they did a really nice job with that, and I think they have a good sense of humor, and I appreciate those guys. I do just have one clip that... uh, I thought was kind of funny from this. As much as we should be editing out us popping our peas, Carl should be editing out this non-comedy garbage yeah. from his otherwise pretty funny podcast. Yeah, let's be honest. Like, if she weren't, like, hot or whatever, like, she has nothing to offer. Yeah. Nothing. Yeah, totally. And I, she's not hot to me. To yeah. me, she's ass ugly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I think people on Reddit were saying she looked like Peggy Hill. <laughs> she does. She's fucking an ugly dumbass. That's she has no no redeeming qualities in life. Oh, totally. I agree. So, check that out if you want to. Shout out to uh, Parker and Drew over at the Fill My Heart podcast. They seem like good eggs. I will say, Croche. We have more to talk about this oh. week. What do you got? Don't tell me you don't like my show. Don't tell me you don't like my show. Don't tell me. Don't tell me if you don't like my show. Don't tell me if you don't like my show. Don't tell me. Because that's absurd. So I listened to the latest episode of one of our favorite Patrick Michael podcasts. Breakfast dessert. Breakfast dessert, please. Yeah, these stop coming through. Oh, yeah? This is from August. Early August. So, Breakfast Dessert is mm. a show that I really enjoy because it has a very specific format to it. Yes, very rigid show. He has, he has, he has all of these different segments, which he sets up here. He forgets what his own segments are. Either way, today, we, of course, are going to talk about the main segments. You know, we got the main ones to go through. We got to talk about the uh, random facts, joke of the day. All of that stuff. So he could remember two of them. And what's funny about this <laughs> is that he actually brought in brand new segments on this episode, ones that he's never done before. Yeah. And he obviously did not write down notes or anything because he had no idea. It's like, you know, all of our regular segments that we do, like, um, 
that uh, you know the, the that thing I random yeah. facts. Yeah, Crows. I know you're a huge fan of random facts. Oh, it's my favorite. This is a great one. Let's get ready to get some knowledge, everybody. Okay, so today we're gonna start with some random facts. Let's hit you with some random facts. We love this. You guys might have heard of Yamaha. They're a motorcycle company, and they started manufacturing motorcycles in 1955. Random fact number two. I had to leave that all in there because I was like, there's no way that's the fact. When Yamaha started making motorcycles. Dude, Yamaha is an insanely huge corporation that makes hundreds of categories of shit. Correct. Let alone individual items. When would I ever need to have that knowledge? What the fuck? What year did Yamaha create their first motorcycle? Yeah. Who gives a fuck? That's a random fact that he finds interesting. And he explains he's the one who goes out and curates all of these random facts. On the front page of Wikipedia. And those are the random facts for today's episode. I hope you guys enjoyed those. Honestly, all of them were specific choices that I made of things that I I was sure weren't common knowledge. And I hope you learned something. The idea is, coming to this podcast at the very least, even if you don't enjoy it, you don't laugh, you don't have a good time, you will have learned something. That's not what learning is. And that's is. the goal, folks. <laughs> that's the goal, folks. Oh, He's putting out a, pod, a comedy God. podcast in the comedy category, and he goes, even if you're not having any fun at all, and why would you be? At least you learned something. That Yamaha started in 1955? That's not, that's not what learning is, like you said. It's not even interesting. That's <laughs> it's not even interesting. It's like in 60, 70 years into motorcycles being a, a, a thing that you could buy. Oh, my God. And what the fuck? What I love about that clip is that there's this lack of confidence. Like, even he knows at this point that he's putting out a garbage product yeah. that no one could possibly enjoy. So he's even saying, like, all right, guys, listen, I told you that. I mean, maybe you learned something. Maybe it's something you didn't even know about. So that's a reason to listen, right? Maybe. I mean, I don't have funny jokes, but maybe that's a reason. Later on in the show, he's just happy that people are still listening. <laughs> all right, guys. Thank you so much for tuning in this far. We're probably about halfway there oh, but geez. i am excited to share this last part of the episode with you not only by the way he's about a third of the way through when he says yeah. we're halfway there he's like guys just stick with it we're yeah. almost there <laughs> it, yeah it's like a weightlifting class bro. all right halfway there yeah, we got right. this we got yeah. this yeah exactly it's the only time that you have to say that yeah it's when it's something that's excruciating yeah exactly with you not only this would you rather segment that of course we have to get into but the would you rather the actual reason that we make these episodes okay I like to find weird stuff on the internet. It might not pertain to anything that you're relevant in. You know, you might not be, even be that big of a fan of comedy. But hey, <laughs> you came here to get away from whatever the hell was going on in your day-to-day life as it is. A lot of projection. Man. Why else yep. would you listen to a podcast from a guy you've never heard of? You know? But this is the one thing that people like us, you know, those that people have not heard of, can be successful to a certain degree. You know, this is the only format that we have. Where, in a sense, we're on the same exact, we're doing the exact same thing as so many other people. Okay, so. Wow, that was a roller coaster. It's a roller coaster right there. Let's break that down. Yeah. So, first off, he's trying to explain why you'd listen to his show because he can't even figure it out. Yeah. Yeah. Right? You guys are trying to get away from something else in your life and you're trying to be distracted by something. No, people listen to podcasts to be entertained. Yeah. It's to be entertained, Patrick Michael. That's the part you're not understanding. He's like, maybe you're pushing a vacuum cleaner. It, it doesn't matter. 
They want to listen to something that's entertaining. Yeah. Talking about Yamaha is not entertaining to people. And then he goes, and you know, you don't even know who I am. I do. I do know who you are. I actually yeah. know too much about you, but all right. He goes, you don't even know who I am, but this is the only medium where people who don't, you don't even know who they are can do this. Well, that's not true at all. Yeah. Every single person who's on a TV show in a band is a pop singer. Anything you can think of a, a Olympic athlete. We're not known at one point. Yeah. And then became known. You have to get good at something, and then you become known for it. Yeah, we're 25 years. Like, <laughs> since people were making their own homepages, was like, well, I may be some nobody, but here's my page of fucking Nirvana quotes or some bullshit. You know what I mean? Like, yes. We're so far into this. It, There's it, a reason why we know who Maddox is. <laughs> yeah, because he yeah. had a web page in 1998. Yeah, yeah. This fucking moron still thinks that the only way to get notoriety is by starting a podcast. <sighs> like, just get good. Just get really good at something. Be one of the best at something, and you will be known. Yeah. Oh, my God, this guy. All right, so one of his segments is joke of the day, which turns into three jokes. Oh. But the second joke is the one that I wanted to highlight for you. I'm wondering if he wrote this or not, okay? And it's got – I don't want to build this up too much, but it's got very much of – Jackie Martling's fingerprints on it. The way that it's written. Yeah. Not the way it's delivered, but the way that it's written. Second joke of the day. A new school teacher starts her first day of class. She begins by asking the students to stand and introduce themselves. The first child stands and says, Hi, my name is Mary Johnson. Thank you, Mary, says the teacher. The second student stands, My name is Sam Smith. Thank you, Sam. The third student says, my name is Johnny Fuckhour. The teacher's horrified and tells Johnny that's not the type of language that will be tolerated. He replies, Honest, my name's Johnny Fuckhour. If you don't believe me, check up in the fifth grade where my brother is. So the teacher walks up to the fifth grade class and asks, Do you have a Fuckhour in here? And one boy in the back of the room stands and says, Hell no, we don't even have a nap hour in here. Good. He must have written that right. It's so stupid. <laughs> I had to listen to that one twice. Like, oh, maybe I missed something. I went back and listened to it again. I was like, oh my god! So <laughs> it's so convoluted. Yeah, and that... the punchline makes no sense. And Why the... would a fifth grader be like, "Fuck hour"? We don't even have a nap hour. <laughs> what? And that setup is like nine sentences too long. <laughs> Way I too mean... long. Wow. Mary Johnson, Sam Smith. That music too is like a it's like a prescription bad. drug commercial. Yes, you know what I mean? It is. Like, Side effects may include headache. Yeah. And yelling out loud while you're jogging. Yeah. Do you suffer from insane rambling? <laughs> All right. Holy shit. So he has this other really fun segment that he does. Would you rather? And the would you rather segment is something that you do with your your buddies, and what you do is you throw out two things and you have to do one of them and they're both terrible. And that way you kind of got to think through it. I'm like, well, okay, if I had to do one of those things, yeah. which one would it be? And Patrick Michael plays this with himself, which is fucking stupid. All right. It's very bizarre game to play by yourself. But he also doesn't understand the essence of the game. Yeah. This could be a fun conversation starter, but the way he does it is wrong. Okay. So this episode's first, would you rather? It seems, an, it seems to be an obvious one. But it's, uh, would you rather smell an elderly person's butt or smell a baby's butt? 
All right, I'm going to play the conclusion of this when he gives the answer. But he goes, would you rather smell a butt or smell a butt? Like, those are my options? Like, I I don't know, fucking flip a coin. What are you you talking about? How is there an an answer to that? You can't even come up with something funny to say for that. Is it want to smell a butt or a butt, Crows? What do you got? What do you got for me? Which butt do you want to smell? Why is that going through your head? (laughs) It's so stupid. Why would you read that out loud? Let's find out the exciting conclusion. Now, honestly, I thought it was going to be an easier answer. I thought, obviously, you'd want to smell an old person's butt because baby shit is awful. But then again, maybe old old people's shit is just as bad. I have had no experience with that. So I think I'm just going to jump right in here and say, I'm going to have to smell a baby's butt. (laughs) How compelling. What a compelling argument he just made. He has no experience with old people. Oh, right, because your dad left. Uh, (laughs) Oh, yeah, that's right. Whoops. (laughs) He does know about babies, though. He doesn't know how to pull out, so he doesn't know about that. Well, I mean, you know, when I'm doing chores and I got the podcast going so I can escape, I really want to think about elderly people's fecal matter. That's what I enjoy. That's why I listen to podcasts, The next one that he does, and I don't have a clip, but I'll just tell you. Uh, Would you rather chew metal or chew glass? Again, it's like, dummy... It's not supposed to be a chew or chew or smell or smell. It's like, yeah. it's got to be two different things. Would you rather <laughs> lose your left eye or lose your right eye? Yeah, I know. Uh, it's like, like, I don't know. Flip a fucking coin. Yeah, Who gives a shit? <laughs> Jesus. Oh, man. I also like that he just doesn't know words. He's really bad at forming sentences. Here's an example. You know, there's a good chance you might just listen to this podcast and think, well, damn it, I'm going to dance. If I'm listening to the breakfast dessert, I might be putting on them blue suede shoes. You know what I'm saying? And when I say that, when I say blue suede shoes, I I think about the fact of uh, there's probably a lack of dancing in blue suede shoes. I mean, it doesn't seem like, as far as materials go, that suede and leather allow you to move about. But hey, who am I? I'm not a shoe guy. I'm not a shoe constructor, and let's be honest, that's what they are. We did it, though, guys. We got through the first several segments of this podcast, but we're going to hit a few more. Kind of. Dude, Bro. I didn't edit that. Bro. That's just the insane ramblings of Patrick Michael. Bro. Who's I'm sitting- not a shoe constructor. Yeah. First of all, who's sitting here in the year of our Lord 2020 thinking about blue suede shoes? You, I mean, You only dance at blue suede shoes. You didn't know that? I mean, dude. <laughs> Is that 70-year-old reference? And I play a lot of music from the 50s. I mean, you know, look. I love that shit. What the fuck? Dude, but in call his defense, Perkins and ask him. In his defense, he's never worked at a shoe construction site. Yeah, seriously. He's not a shoe constructor, so he's not sure. You don't have to and, build shoes to know what kind of shoes to wear. And was he reaching for, like, cobbler? Like, was he trying to hit some I fairy tale so. shit? I think so. I think he was trying to come up with the word and just could not oh, come up man. with it. And it was a nonsensical thing anyway. It's like, maybe you're listening. And again, it's coming back to this. Like, he's trying to figure out why anyone would listen to his show. Yeah. And he can't figure it out. He's like, maybe you're listening because you're dancing. Well, no, we'd listen to music if we wanted to dance. That's yeah. how that works. I don't pop on a Patrick Michael podcast <laughs> to do some dancing. Yeah. So Holy those shit. were the three segments that he always does on Breakfast Dessert. But he's got new ones now. He's got new segments. One of them is he reads everyone's birthday on the date that the show comes out, all the famous birthdays. I think he's done this before, right? Yeah, and it ends up being like two weeks before he publishes. Right, right. Yeah. We did talk about this. What's funny about this is 
you would think that if you're just going to read random famous people's names, you try to pull some content out of that. Yeah. Maybe talk about something that you enjoy about them or have an angle on it. Or just anything. Or just anything. Yeah. Not only does he have just nothing, he doesn't even know the names of the people he's reading. Um... I don't know. Brittany and Baby, 27. I don't know what that is. Um, Jeff Gordon, 49. Billy Bob Thornton, 65. Brilliant segment. Wow. And that fucking music. That's like if Satan had a game show. That's the music, <laughs> man. Holy shit. And then he's got the Life Hacks 101 segment. And these life hacks are just oh. atrocious. Oh, my God. The guy wouldn't know a life hack if it hacked him in the face. Our next life hack here is want to make sure you wake up in the morning? The snooze app for iPhone will donate to charity each time you hit the snooze button. That's a crazy app. That's a crazy app to think that you hit the sh- Yeah. I mean, some people should definitely do that. Not those that don't have any money. He just read a promotion for an app. Yeah. He doesn't even know. He thinks he's doing life hacks. What he just did was he read an advertisement. Yeah. Well, right. this specific app will donate to charity. Isn't that crazy? See, well, no, that's the promotional gimmick. Now, it, if they're in different hands, like Freakonomics would do a 90-minute episode on this. Correct. Well, the financial consequences of donating to charity versus the extra sleep and there's these psychological implications. This guy is just like, there's this app and there's charity, but you need money and then you can't sleep. Oh, my God. Like. Okay. Isn't right, that crazy? That's, no. Yeah. No, it's not it's not crazy at all. And then he's got funny quotes. Now, funny quotes is a disaster of a segment. This is different than the joke segment. Correct. This is funny quotes. This okay. is funny quotes. All right. This is a clusterfuck. Here's the first <laughs> one. Okay, so now what I'd like to do is we're going to hit some funny quotes, and then we're going to close out the episode with uh, the sketch comedy troupe that I wanted to mention. And this is exciting. This is a new segment. Just some funny quotes. I have no idea where they're going to go or uh, what they're going to consist of. But here we go. Let's let's do what we do best and have a random breakfast dessert show. You guys love it. I love it. He's randomly pulling shit. Okay, the first thing I got here, funny quote, says, Not to brag or anything, but I can forget what I'm doing while I'm doing it. I mean that's that it, it is a quote, it's right? A quote. Somebody probably put those words in that order. That's some buildup for that, huh? Yeah, I, I, dude, put yourself in that place. Imagine be like, "Well, I'm just gonna review a podcast," but like, I don't know. Let me just Google podcast here. Let's see. Um, I mean, what the fuck? <laughs> you remember how he said right there? I want to talk about a sketch comedy show. Yeah, you know the whitest kids you know. Yeah, is a sketch show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. from like the a early couple 2000s. years ago. Yeah, yeah. And he goes, I want to talk about this sketch show. So he starts talking about it. I guess he used to watch the TV show when it was on TV. And then he starts talking about the other shows that were on that network that he used to like. And then he says, I think these guys have a podcast now or something. It's great that they're still doing stuff. He's not even keeping up with them. He has nothing. Like, even the shit that he wants to talk about, that he's not just reading off the internet, he knows nothing about. One more funny quote yeah. before I get into that. Because he realizes... After he reads it, that this was a terrible decision. Uh, good time. Charlie B. Plunkers on uh, Twitter says, Today I learned that someone set up a solar-powered MP3 and speaker system in the middle of the Namibian desert to play Africa by Toto for the rest of time. Wow. That's just 
I mean, that's not even really that funny. No. It's just yeah. bizarre. I mean, it's really hard to pick, like, where's going to be the best, you know, it's it's groups. What? what? <laughs> All right. It's groups of funny stuff. All right. So, uh, let's see. Okay. All right, let's see. Uh, <laughs> He's in real time trying to track down funny quotes. Reads one and goes, oh, that wasn't funny. I, my, my apologies. Patrick Michael, a little bit of prep goes a long way, my friend. Yeah, why the fuck wouldn't you spend two minutes doing that? He, he knew he was going to do funny quotes. Correct. Not pull up a few funny quotes. Dude, he's <laughs> it's amazing. random tweets, and that wasn't a joke. I mean, there was a picture going around. Someone actually did that. Yeah. That's not, it wasn't even supposed to be funny, I don't think. It's just, or interesting. It's, yeah. It's In just, my mind, it just seems stupid. Just a thing that happened. So he talks yeah, about the whitest the kids you know, and he talks about sketch comedy. He's like, you know... There used to be a lot of sketch comedy shows on. There aren't yeah. that many anymore. He has an idea for a sketch comedy show. Not oh. for a sketch. That might be something that you could pitch on your podcast. Yeah. I have this awesome sketch idea. No, not him. He's got an idea for a sketch comedy show that could go on for multiple seasons. You ready for this, Crush? Oh, boy. I can't wait. <laughs> I love this guy. Patrick Michael, I love you. You're the best. You're the king of podcasting. But here's what I think the new sketch comedy could really be. If a sketch comedy troupe was to come together and do something similar to American Horror Story or American Crime Story, whatever, those the ones that feature an entire season based off of one story, but the same actors. So they could do that for comedy, for a sketch comedy show where the first, you know, eight or ten episodes are dedicated to one time period or something like that. It's just an idea, but it would be able to keep it going where even something like Saturday Night Live could be useful in that aspect where it's like, oh yeah, this season where every uh, sketch is based in the 80s. I'm just throwing it out there. But either way, guys, thank you so much for tuning in. (laughs) Okay. This is the dumbest idea I've ever heard in my life. First off, he's comparing it to these shows where Every season, it's the same cast playing different characters, which is what sketch comedy is. That's what it always is. It's always the same cast playing different characters. His idea for sketch comedy is to not be sketch comedy, but to be serialized comedy. Correct. Could you imagine Saturday Night Live's like, all right, for this year, we're just going to do 80s-based sketches. You're like, yeah, but Trump said the craziest thing last night. Doesn't matter. We can't do that. We're just talking about Ronald Reagan. Do you know he was forgetful? I think he had Alzheimer's. Isn't this hilarious? No. Why aren't you covering the the news? What's going on? But his idea that there should be, follow me, a serialized comedy about situations. <laughs> like a situation comedy. Maybe call it a sitcom. You're with me, right? Yeah. And do the same story that goes on every week for like a whole season. Yep. That'd be great sketch comedy, right? I don't think he understands what sketch comedy is. I don't think he knows what anything is. What the fuck? And you can That's tell that he knew that he had a bad idea because he goes, he goes I'm, just throwing, I'm just throwing it out there. I don't know. I'm just throwing it out there. Like Patrick Michael, first off, stop pitching TV show ideas. Yeah. That's not what you do. Wow. Yeah. That's insane. Oh, I, Cobo's you know, just like a single sketch. I saw a softball team on my bike ride last night. and I pulled over. I'm like, you know what would be great? If you guys played football. <laughs> right that'd be amazing what if this it? year you guys won your baseball league but next year all the same players have to play football yeah <laughs> why would we do that yeah that would uh, be terrible holy we would shit. lose every game what a fucking moron 
<laughs> it's really surprising. And that, that show is that's got to be from his high school days, right? I mean, this this the the whitest kids, you know. Yeah. That because right. This all builds into my theory that he's never. He doesn't. He hasn't experienced life. No, he Since never left school. his teenage years. He only talks about classes he took in high school and friends he had and pranks that they used to pull and stealing phones from old ladies. Yeah. And, like Every story that he has revolves around when he was 17 and a half years old. And, and even the pop culture, like even his, yes. when he discusses music, when he discusses sketch yes. comedy, he can only talk about that one little time frame. He was also a great drummer in high school. I don't know if you knew that. Yeah. Well, yeah. He was in a band with that guy. He's pretty ripping. All right. Crozier, we've covered it all, my oh, friend. shit, have we ever. By the way, we didn't even talk about the fact that the Two Bears, One Cave is another fucking podcast based on the Two Girls, One Cup, which is a reference from 2005. Uh, yeah. And there's so many podcasts. I remember I saw a whole list of them. Yeah. Dozens of podcasts that had the, uh, I think Amy Schumer had one, like th- yep. three girls, one guy, yeah, and yeah, this yeah. thing and this yep. thing, and everything is this number and then that number. Two Bears, One Cave, these are comedians. It's so unoriginal. Yeah. And if you kids at home don't know what that is, Google that from your mom's phone. Yes. Yeah. Tell your mom to send it to you. This is um, this has been a great time. Yeah. We've had a lot of fun today. We covered the Two Bears One Cave podcast. Uh, we covered the Stuttering John show. Uh, I can't wait to see how this plays out. The lawsuit with SiriusXM. Yeah, My guess is it goes away yeah. and we never hear about it again. Yeah. Howard Stern won't talk about it. No one's going to address it. Because it's just so fucking stupid. It's so ridiculous. It's yeah. so stupid. But I love that he did it. We talked about Patrick Michael and what he's up to. Fill my heart. So that must mean it's time for everybody's favorite part of the show. The This is the part of the show. We play a clip from the podcast that we'll be reviewing on next week's WATP this is the highly anticipated podcast that we've been getting a lot of people calling for, mm. featuring one John McAfee. John, we can't hear you. Oh no! Oh, oh! His mic is uh, his mic symbols making noise. Hey, I'm just fucking with you. I'm just fucking with you. <laughs> But I oh cannot see you. I, I would prefer that you turn your video on. <laughs> we're, we're anonymous. And we're I'm on. not, motherfucker. Hang on. No. <laughs> motherfucker on this planet. So turn your goddamn video on. Yeah. Oh, no. <laughs> I don't have one. I'm too shy. Are you shitting me? I'm then too shy. That's right. The Anime Pussy Podcast. <laughs> the one that everyone's been asking for. Psych! Psych! I'm not doing anime, pussy. That was just a joke tease. Uh, that was a joke tease, and you fell for it. I did. Here's the real tease. Hook, line, and sink. Here's the real podcast that we're reviewing next week. I will say, I do not know how to spell Blagojevich. I can also barely say it. Do you know that it's Rod? You know that, right? Yes, but I, I think most people don't know that. You hear him being called Rob Blagoj- Blagojevich like a million times. Rob Blagojevich. Rob do- Breath. It's the double B, <laughs> Rob Blagojevich. Because then it just becomes one name. It's Rob Blagojevich. <laughs> This smacks of health south, which I still can't say. Health south. <laughs> These people are shot out of a cannon. Yeah, yeah, holy shit. I thought you might know what that is. That, yeah, something about that voice sounded familiar. This is a podcast called True Crime Obsessed, a suggestion that came in from at Winter337. This podcast 
Crozier. True Crime Obsessed. Have you heard of it? True Crime Obsessed. No. It is the number one podcast on Patreon. It has 37,436 patrons. Really? Number two, Chapo Trap House. Now, 37,000 patrons. I don't know how much money they make. Yeah. Number two, Chapo Trap House makes $158,000 a month. So I can only imagine what these people are making to do the show. Yeah. They watch true crime documentaries and then they review them. That's it? That's the pitch? That's the pitch. Good Lord. And apparently they giggle a lot. True crime obsessed. And people pay for this. They pay a lot of money for it. I mean, that's like kind of widely available already. If you want to start a podcast, put the word true crime in the title of the podcast. It will be found by people. Boy. It will be found by Board Housewives. Yeah, a lot of stupid people out there. With five bucks a month floating around. Yeah. Oof, wow. So Andy's going to be back oh, on the show. Poor Andy. This weekend coming up. Oh, it's going to be fun. True Crime Obsessed is the podcast we're reviewing. Crozier, I want to thank you so much. Oh. You helped me out a ton by listening to the Centering John show for me. And uh, anything that you want to plug, my friend. Oh, of course. I'll be on the subreddit later. I am a Vic's Japanese stepfather. Come hang out with me. So please join us again next week. It might be the episode we find out once and for all. Who are these podcasts? Sleep well, every pony. Starting in the mush bits of morning radio. Okay. Great show. Good oh, job, nice. everybody. Great job, everyone. Who gives a shit? Who gives a fuck? You're not charismatic. Who are these podcasts? I don't know. I don't get it. Makes no sense. There will be no reviews this week. Vic is currently traveling cross country. No producer, Chris, and no Vic. I know. I'm crush. starting to take this personally. Well, I think it's, I it think could it's be me. you. Yeah. It could be you. Or they might just realize that you and I can hold down the fort together. <laughs> yeah, that must be it. And we don't need all of them. Or it could be the fact that Vic just got crushed for 45 minutes by the guy she tried to... <laughs> Yeah. She tried to goof on yeah. and yeah. wants some time to pass. Who knows? Yeah. But according to Vic, she is uh, traveling, going to visit her mom, her Russian Jewish mom. There you go. Who's got to be 140 years old based on, <laughs> based on her story. So, yeah, Vic uh, Victoria will not be joining us this week. So we're just going to play some voicemails. And the good news is, Croce. Vic is still with us in spirit oh. and in voicemails. Oh, perfect. Yeah, uh, Vic, is, I saw her, IG, her Instagram. Uh, she's like the definition of butterface. A lot of unfortunate shit going on up above the neck. Uh, she's got an okay body, uh, but it, it's desecrated by her really shit taste and tattoos. Um, this might be too specific, but... That last caller last week on the, on the nose with Vic being a little liberated. And she's Jewish. 
Oh, whoa, whoa. Wow, hey. Dropping whoa. the anti-Semitism at the end there. Yeah. Jesus Christ. Um, A lot of that on today's show. Holy shit. Yeah, I've noticed that. Uh, by the way, I disagree. I think, uh, a but- by definition, a butterface has a great body. <laughs> hey, Carl. It's uh, Cripple Jesus here. Hey, and CJ. I was listening to that Bible podcast oh, you yeah. guys were doing. Now, as many of you know, I am a preacher myself. In fact, the name Cripple Jesus is a preacher stage name Amen. that I use. And uh, I, I find the Bible boring, just like anyone else. Yeah, so my way to work around that is I started my own Bible. So I would like to read you a passage from the Hot Wheels Bible about <laughs> housewives. Let me just open the book here. Uh, that, again, this is Housewife 13.1. <laughs> she who burns the meatloaf shall receive my backhand. Uh, I I hope that was insightful for the listeners, Carl. If anybody wants to contact me about doing any sermons, I do have a whole Hot Wheels Bible. Uh, it co- covers all things from marriage to gambling that. Uh, and I just want to shout out that guy who said he would drive me to the Seamus pickup game. Yeah. Uh, whoever that guy is, he now has my permission to park in the handicapped spot. Oh. See you later, pal. Sweet deal. Praise the Lord. I, all right, Cripple Jesus, quick question for you, buddy. What is your Bible, the, the Hot Wheels Bible, what does that say about butt sex? Probably a lot. If, if I, <laughs> That's probably if, covered. If I know Cripple Jesus, there's a lot of anal probably sex. Probably a in lot there. of bud sex being yeah. covered in that. All right. By the way, CJ, you always kill it, buddy. Thanks for yeah. calling in. Carl, really? No Opie episode? Are you fucking. Oh, fuck, never mind. Uh, Carl, really? No Opie segment? Are you fucking kidding me? I pay a whole zero dollars and zero cents to do this podcast, and you don't even get me a fucking Opie segment? Jesus, Carl, you call yourself a boner guy? All you really are is a flaccid fella. My God, I'm pulling my Patreon rubber dick. Uh, flaccid fella. You know you can please some of the people some of the time, Crows. Yeah. You can please all of the people some of the time. Yeah, like Abe Lincoln said, fuck them hoes. <laughs> right. I think he said that. I forgot. Um, so this guy called in three times in a row, and I'm just going to play you one of these. He's not a big fan of, of Vic. I'm sure I'll be happy that Vic's not here today. Yeah. Hello, Carl. This is Ian. This is still how I talk. I just <laughs> wanted to call to let you know that I fucking hate Vic. And that segment that she brought to the show made me want to change the podcast. Oof. Not only that, mm-hmm. it made me want to throw my phone out the window and drive off a cliff. <laughs> fucking horrible. Um. I know I'm not the only one to say this, so I'll just keep it at that. Call me back. Thank you. Bye. It wasn't the best segment. I'll be honest. We had Will Noonan on. We were laughing. We were having a great time with Opie. Yeah. And part of it's on me. I'm going to take responsibility because, Crows, you know this. We had a gig, and I was late to our loading time. Yes, you were, Carl. <laughs> Sorry How about dare that. you? So I was watching the <laughs> clock, and I was trying to keep things moving, and I wasn't totally as involved as I normally would be. So my apologies for that. 
It was I, it was really funny when um, the and, guys on the uh, the show did the rebuttal. He's like, the only thing that Carl did wrong is he should have edited this whole part out. And I was like, yeah, I, I did think about it. <laughs> yeah, I did. Sorry about that. Hey, this is Vic's boyfriend, and this is how I talk. I'm not a fan of this uh, podcast hitman kid saying that my Vic looks like fucking Peggy Hill. You're going to keep talking like that, man. I'm going to have to come out there. We're going to have to fucking ball up. Shoot threes all over your face, kid. All right. Call me back. Wow, the Peggy Hill comment really struck a nerve with people. Like that, uh, That's gone over very well. Yeah, apparently. that connected with folks. It really did. Uh, so, podcast hit, man. Watch out, man. Vic's boyfriend. Yeah. Drop some, some trays on your ass. I mean, to me, she reminds me more of the one-eyed chick from Futurama. <laughs> but that's just me. I don't know. Uh, that's another Peggy. Oh, yeah. There you go. Hey, Charles. Bony Guy 69 here. <laughs> just wanted to um, register my uh, missing of Kevin, the classic old Kevin, original co- co-host. Please, Kevin, come back. Uh, just for, you know, for the odd episode here and there. Your funny voices and um, hangdog, I guess I'd say, demeanor uh, were always appreciated. Although the other co-hosts are great, generally. Um, but yeah, let's get Kevin back. Come on, man, you're missed. Um, I don't think he will, because I think that he just felt bad for shitting on people so often. <laughs> but um, it's okay, you know, it's all right. It was, it was funny. That's the golden rule, isn't it? Anyway, speaking of co-hosts, another good one is um, Kaya, who hasn't been on for a while. He was the just reason sad. I wanted to mention him is something I've been meaning to say for a while. Hold but, on a second. I get this nonstop. Why is it Kaya do the show? We, Kaya does the show. He was just on. Jesus Christ. The reason I wanted to mention him is something I've been meaning to say for a while. Let's save Kaya's life is the campaign. I've been listening to the Peapod which is mostly Carl pissing, which is, um, you know, top-tier entertainment, obviously. But the episodes where Kaya is pissing, he sounds strange, man. That's not right. That's the pissing of, like, an 80-year-old man. He's, he's what, he's under 40, surely. Get that checked, dude. You've got prostate problems, for sure. So, you know, get it checked. Thanks, guys. Joke's on you, boner guy. He's actually jerking off into the toilet. Ah. That's so much ejaculate Kaya has. He's all man. So, first of all, he's trying to say he's not impressed with his stream. <laughs> I'm not impressed with your stream. And it, that's true, though. Kevin does not have a mean bone in his body except when Carl is fucking him. Lotion Side says, when are you going to have Croge on the show? <laughs> <laughs> Very good. I actually forwarded that voicemail to Kevin, and he wrote back, and it was just like, being the guy with funny voices is all I ever wanted to do. <laughs> he, was very, he was very happy with that. So there you go. Maybe we can get him back on for a segment. Maybe we can have Cobra Commander co-host or um, Dorkles. <laughs> a whole episode with Dorkles. Oh, that would be fun. Yeah. Hi, Carl. This is your doctor, Dr. Vinny Paulino Boombats. And this <laughs> is how I talk. Uh, I probably don't give you respect or something like that. Anyway, I noticed in the opening of the latest episode of Who Are These Podcasts, you're talking a little bit too fast. So I'd like to get you booked in for an appointment and we'll go over that medication there with you, buddy. Call me back. All right. Lost steam, but it was it was a good premise. Yeah. I knew Crows would appreciate that one. Uh, what else is going on? A uh, guy from the subreddit 
hates our co-host. Oh, yeah. Hey, Carl. Story I'm from the out. subreddit after you post this episode, and the co-host this week sucks. He sucks, and he's awful, and he ruined the show, and I hate it. All right. So there's one person who's not a fan of Will Noonan, I suppose. Well, I mean, that could be from any week. That's true. I mean, you know. That's true. Just pull, <laughs> just pull any week that you want. Uh, all right. What else we got? Hey, Carl. I'm from the subreddit uh, later tonight. And um, you, you know that one thing you said about Opie? Well, in uh, 1,600 episodes of Opie Radio ago, he said something totally different. You totally missed it. And I can't believe you did that, you <laughs> retard. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yep, that yep. guy's good. Uh, that, that I have seen that guy in the subreddit. Yeah, yep. Uh, I think the subreddit guy calls back again here. Hey, Carl, I'm from the subreddit uh, later after you post the latest episode, and I hate Vic. Yeah, that was one of the things that the guys from the Fill My Heart uh, podcast were saying. They're like. We went and read through the subreddit, and Vic is not liked by anyone. And I was like, yeah, well, if that's how you're going to judge Vic's popularity by the subreddit, you're going to think that maybe people are not fans of hers. Yeah. That's just a minority of the listeners. Everybody else loves her, though. Right. Of course. It's just the vocal minority. I I mean, that. I I love the subreddit. I fucking love it to pieces. It's so funny. I know. Oh, my God. I'm waiting for him to turn because there there are weeks when that tide gets up there, and I'm like, oh, my God. They're going to kill Carl. They're going to murder Carl. This this is going to happen. Don't say this out loud. And then other weeks, they're like, oh, they like the show again. You're you're encouraging them. (laughs) Uh, Speaking of the subreddit, I love to pop in here because people post all the best Stuttering John stuff. Oh, they're great. People anytime. Get... I'm just going to click on a random post that came up because anytime someone posts something. And they timestamp it for you. Like, for yeah, you. here it is. It's so great. So I'm just randomly going to press play on this. Uh, Vic's Japanese stepfather. John, why do you get mad about the shower questions? You've said on past shows that you went days without showering. That's not trolling. You said it. I was kidding when I said it. Do you know when I kid around oh. at all? Chad doesn't like people talking about the fact that his hygiene sucks. So I, I cut this out. When he was going on about... Why do you look like you smell bad, John? He was going on about, oh, well, Carl doesn't like me because I'm half Puerto Rican or because my feet smell. And yeah. then later on, one of the WATP fans gets on him. And he goes, no, I'm just joking. My feet don't really smell. That's for comedy. Oh, God. I'm like, dude, you put <laughs> pictures of your feet on the internet before, yeah. and I could smell the pictures. Correct. Those pictures stunk. Plus, was the he doesn't like me because I'm Puerto Rican? Was that comedy? Was that a joke? Like you can't mix and match it as yeah. you please. Not none of after the fact. All right, Crows, I can talk about starting down with you for the rest of our existence, and we might. <laughs> yeah, sounds. But yeah. we got to take a break for now. Yeah. Thank you so much for coming over and for yeah. doing the show. Yeah, it's always for me. fucking crushed it. You know, a lot of people say we have a great show for you today. Yeah. I say it after the fact. This is a great show today. Oh, this was good. We put out a quality product for everybody today, <laughs> and you are welcome. Um, what do I? What do, what drop should I use? Uh, you call the drop to end the show. If I can uh, find where, Alex Jones. If I can find where I put that. Any okay. Alex Jones. Any Alex Jones? You got it, buddy. About you this. fucking know all about this shit. I, oh. Bullshit.